You are listening to the MX Vice Show. Welcome to the 28th episode of MXY Show, the only weekly podcast show that covers everything that is going on in the FIM Motocross World Championship, or as we know, MXGP. The season got underway with the MXGP of Great Britain at the weekend, and a lot happened. So we'll break all that down over the next three hours or so. Three hours, it sounds a long time, but it, it went past last week. Um, we've got some great sponsors on board. Uh... I'm just going to run through. We've got Liat, who uh, supports us with the Ask Vice Anything. We have SBS Brakes, and they, they uh, sponsor our uh, Stop It feature. Technical Touch with Hinson and KYB. Yoko, Talon, Even Strokes, and Atlas. I'm James Burfield, uh, and with me is uh, Rockstar himself, Lewis Phillips, the editor of MX Vice. Hi. And in studio, you don't see him, but he's the guy who puts all this together um, on the screen and audio-wise, and that is our producer, Rob, from Jukebox Beats. So uh, he's been busy this week. I think you can see the little ticker going along the bottom. Uh, just uh, if there's any spelling mistakes, ask Lewis. I actually haven't checked it. <laughs> um, and as you can see, we've now got Barry in the studio, which is just behind Lewis, repping the 7 kit who also come on as um, show sponsors this week as well. So big shout out to um, Seven. So, Lewis, good weekend? Yeah, it was all right. Did you get up to much? Um, yeah, fair bit. More than you did. Although it does seem like you've been busy painting. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so very good. I've got some, some speckles on my, on my jumper, which I bought. Oh, and... oh it's new. <laughs> Oh, I see that you've brought all the funny ones this week, all the no, funny I gags. I just felt like it was worth pointing out. Okay. Well, just in case it looks like some birds just, just shit bit, on me. Yeah, just in case you look a bit scruffy. Okay. Actually, before I... My daughter actually said to me, um, I look homeless today, so maybe it is the jumper, I don't know. It's a fair assessment. Okay. So, the weekend, uh, British GP. Did what? you watch it? I, I watched the first two races. <laughs> Something, I suppose. Well, I was in Boston, I was busy, I was keeping the wife happy. So, um, but it looked good. I mean, I, I can't actually believe from what I've seen on the, on the Saturday to, to where we were on the Sunday that it actually just turned out so, as well as it did. Yeah, the Friday was like the worst day of my life. It was very cold, very wet. Bit dramatic. Not very enjoyable. <laughs> Bit dramatic. Oh, okay. It was... One of, actually, that's what I said. It was, it was not a great day. The weather was horrific, like it was terrible, very miserable. And then obviously we had a scaffolding issue. I say we, I wasn't really involved. Yeah, I was going to say, what did you do, lean on it? <laughs> um, then there was a scaffolding issue. Skybox went down, which, like, to be fair, I really want to see a video. Like, that's all I want. What, of the Skybox falling down? Well, how the hell does that, like, 
get taken off by the wind. I was going to ask you, are you, you slightly concerned about actually going back up into pit lane in the future after seeing it sort of... Pit lane didn't crash. Oh. Pit lane was fine. It was a skybox and a podium that went. Okay, well, we don't go in the skybox, do we? I'm not allowed. No, we're not allowed. No. Although that is where I was supposed to do the uh, Fox show. Oh, was it? Yeah. But the set was ruined. I thought it was fate trying to tell me not to do it. Oh, wow. Did they not have the truck then in the Fox no, show? No, they do it in the little... Fo- uh, Fox actually, like, purchase a box of skybox. Oh, wow. Like, one of the sections yeah. is a Fox section. Oh, so, they, so they've got rid of the truck then now? Yeah. Oh, wow. That was, that was quite a nice so they can be mobile. Right. Okay. So, yeah. And that's, that's not every GP. No, three of them. Did you enjoy that, by the way? I did. It was nice to be on someone who's like, you know, level playing field with myself. Well, I did text uh, Jeff beforehand and just said, I'm really sorry. I can't, I'm not going to be there, but you got Lewis. So he's like, well, I'll do the best I can. So that's kind of similar to what I do here, to be honest. Um, also, can we talk about the gloves? I didn't realize I had the gloves on until it started. Well, I didn't know whether it was the coronavirus or Well, that's or a concern. That's a, I can't lie to you. Coronavirus, it's spreading. Seems well, to be catching a bit of steam. I, I didn't did... feel like it would take off at first, but they seem to be doing a pretty good job of publicising it. Well, this week I built an algorithm just to see if there was any images of other people in T-shirt and gloves, and unfortunately it just came up with you. So I thought there was like, going to be a trend or something, but however, it just seemed to be um, just, just you with a pair of gloves on and a T-shirt. What happened is... I went in there in my big coat and my gloves, and I thought to myself, oh, I sat down, I was like, oh, hold on, I'm going to look a bit ridiculous in this massive coat. So I took my coat off quickly, and then sat with my hands under the table, and then they were like, right, let's start. So then I went like that, I was like, oh, fuck. And I was like, and I was like you know what? I'm going to fucking own it. Well, that, that's only took you, what, uh, three minutes, and you just dropped the F-bomb twice. I didn't do it once on the Fox show. Because they cool. demand a certain level from me. <laughs> Why can't you do it on this show? It's more entertaining. I'm more relaxed here. Okay, um, so if any if anybody out there, if, if you are watching and listening, and um, you want to have a little bit of a laugh... Uh, it's not that funny, really. No, it's really funny. Um, if, you, <laughs> if you go onto the Fox 74 show from the weekend, um, and, or just search Lewis Phillips' Fox show, I don't know, maybe it'll come up. But anyway, you've just got to see it, just to see um, him wearing a pair of gloves and a T-shirt. And actually, Jeff looked quite put out that you were sat there with a pair of gloves on. I don't know, it's his problem. They were shift gloves. What, they, like, they should have paid me more. I don't think he was happy even though he was shift. Well, that's what I bring to the table. It was just a body language. I make language. people uncomfortable. I was, I was just, just straight in there. Just a the body language. I was like, you know what? This is, I know this is your fucking show, but I'm coming in there with my gloves. That's, that's free with F-bombs it. now. It's like we're in Watershed, six o'clock. <laughs> that's a good point. We are in Watershed. Yeah. I mean, what is wrong with you? It's nine o'clock somewhere. Right. Well, um, so, weather, the track turned out pretty well on, the, on Sunday. I am... Um, I haven't really been a fan of Matt Ali the last couple of years. Because Why? it's been quite dry and like fast and not that many lines. Has it been that technical? And I've just kind of been like, eh. I felt like this was the best Matt Ali we've had in a long time. Really? Because it was rutty and bumpy and technical and soft and I thought it was quite good. What was the feedback like from the riders? Yeah, everyone seemed to say it was all right. Everyone basically said it was terrible on Saturday because of the weather. Yep. And Sunday morning, but by the motos it came good. So. Oh, that's cool. Did you listen to any of my interviews? Uh, no. Really? No, I don't ever listen to your interviews. You, should, you would enjoy the Mitch one. Right, okay. He takes a piss out of me, which I know is like right oh. in your wheelhouse. Oh. Oh. <laughs> then I will be making a beeline for that. Thanks, Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we should say um, a shout out actually to uh, Mitch's mum, Kelly. Why? So um, she's listening. I spoke, what, right now? Yeah, right I now. I spoke to Kelly at the weekend. Oh, cool. Yeah. Good, good. good. Well, hello, Kelly. Uh, I hope you're listening now. 
Um, so you just said she just said she was listening. No, she, she is. Yeah, she is. Why did you say you hope she is? No, well, was, <laughs> she might have heard your free f bombs and there actually are lots switched of holes off. in this story. No, no, no. She might have just listened. She's like, oh my god, I can't believe Lewis with that language. That's right. Disgusting. Your mum's listening to this as well. I highly doubt it. I think she is. I don't think Piney's going to be very happy. Very with, little interest in me with your f bombs. Whatever. I don't care. So track was good. Yep. Um, Skybox wasn't. No, didn't even. I, I thought they were going to bring it back. But it seemed to be a write-off in the end. Is I it? was optimistic. You know me again. You know me. Oh, what, Mr. Positive? I bring the optimism to the party. And I was like, I reckon they're going to bring it back. But in the end, it was a write-off. I don't know what they're going to do this weekend. Wait, are we talking that? It, what, did it just crumple? Well, the, be- the bars were bent and all sorts. Not all of them, obviously. Oh, my God. Do you reckon they might be able to replace the bars? I don't know. What, real scaffolding? I don't bars? know. Shall we call the scaffolder live oh and see what the situation is? <laughs> Yeah. Do you want to give me five minutes and I'll go and be an on the floor reporter? If you could, yeah, that'd be great, mate. I know that we got there's some some scaffies out there. So if you could tell us how easy it is to replace those scaffolding bars, that'd be great. It seems seems baffling to myself. (laughs) Okay, so um, potentially. Yeah, but back to my point. How the hell does the wind pick up that skybox? It's a massive fucking thing. That's five. (laughs) What is wrong with you? It's a massive thing. I can't even get my daughter to watch this show because <laughs> you keep qu- swearing. Yeah, but that doesn't... I can't... I have to say that to illustrate my point of just how big the skybox is. How the hell does the wind pick that up? You, if you, if, I'm just going to break... Have you ever heard of a tornado? Oh, it's not a tornado. We're, no, in, no, Win- just we're in Winchester, not... Okay. Somewhere, not, but you, not you have heard of like these, Thailand, the, 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 the you know extreme Thailand, weather known for its tornadoes. <laughs> <You> ever, <laughs> <laughs> Lots of tornadoes in Thailand. That's uh, how the coronavirus spread. I heard. Rob, it's like only five minutes. <laughs> I want to go home. Um, uh, right. Okay. Let's just move away from the weather because it's coronavirus. Then, would you want me to talk about weather or coronavirus? Because I, I can do either. No, I don't. You're talking about either because you know nothing about nothing apart from motocross. So please talk to us about motocross because I went on holiday. You went to Matterley to talk about motocross, and you've not really offered much at the moment. But we're nine minutes in. Slow burner. Um, what do you want from me? What was that Tinder? No, I was just checking the feedback on the show. Everyone seems happy with my F-bombs. Uh, no, well, they probably don't even listen to them. But um, if, everybody, if, if anybody could actually leave some comments about um, Lewis in the gloves, uh, just I want to find out if it's as funny as... Uh, I, I want to find out if it's, you think it's as funny as, as I do and how awkward Lewis looked in his gloves. I'm not certain, but I think I've just had a notification saying that your mother-in-law is watching this. Oh, yeah. Hello, Susie. Yeah, yeah that'd be right. Yeah, cool. Um, oh, actually, on the on this week as well, um, Rob's actually uh, got this nice little ticker thing which goes along the bottom. Yeah, you've already said that. Oh, well, I'm not going to say what, but basically what we've done is the people who are sending questions each week, we've now given them shout-outs on the ticker. So we've got that to come Do you want to mention well. the fact that we are YouTube as well? Oh, yeah, and we should be live on YouTube and Facebook this week as well. So we had a few technical issues um, last week, and this week hopefully we've ironed them out. Um, just got an iron Lewis out, which is a little bit more... Uh, technical than the technical issues. So, Lewis, again, uh, would you like to come off a of Tinder? Or, or, or I'm not even going to go. I've, my wife told me off last week because there's too many gay innuendos what I was um, giving you. So, I'm not going to do any more gay jokes this week. Well, so, that's why I've said Tinder, not right. Grinder. Okay. Okay. So, what do you want from me? Uh, Mercross stuff. Is there anything that this, you This what, is well, a Mercross show. What were you sat in Boston and like, oh, I wonder what's on my mind? Like, oh, I really can't wait to find out about that. <laughs> Uh, I, was, I mean, I can do a one-man show if you want. But. No, I was interested in what the track was like okay, and how that. rideable and stuff like that it was. Um, sun, uh, Saturday obviously looked um, a bit painful. 
the track. Uh, yeah. But that's painful is the word. Well, it would be painful for me. I mean, I'm, I'm a all-weather rider, but that looked not, not much fun. Everyone thought that they should have cancelled even the uh, qualifying session. It was that bad. Well, the wind and the hail in MXGP was pretty bad. Well, that's the thing. Like, from, from my point of view, when, you, when you're watching on TV, it's not like being there. Oh, so, yeah, there was sleeting. Really? I was cold. Okay. Even the gloves didn't save me. Well, I can't tweet with the gloves on, so it's a real issue for myself. Okay, maybe you need those gloves which have got the sensors it's in not, It's not quite what I'm after. doesn't quite do the job for myself. I'm just trying to help. But yeah, no, it all came good by Sunday, and you wouldn't have even known. Like, t- truthfully, if you watched those races on TV uh, in September, showed them to, if you showed them to someone and went, watch these races, when do you think that is? They probably wouldn't have said February. I'll tell you what. Probably because the race was in March, but... I bet Steve Dixon wishes he had a pound for every time someone said, oh, shouldn't it be running March? I'm sure he does. But literally, that's all I've seen. To on, be fair, on, on Facebook comments or any to, comments at all. And do you know what? It was all British people. So it was all British people moaning about, oh, running it in March. What do you expect? Fair, the crowd was all right, I thought. Yeah, it looked good. Um, he said that the pre sales and everything were good. And on Sunday morning, he said he needed a couple of thousand through the gate. Not sure if that happened. Well, hopefully, fingers crossed. I didn't, he... I didn't feel like it looked like there was that much of a bump, though. What, from Saturday to Sunday? No, no, as in like. I would have thought because it's the first round, there would have been a lot more people. Mm-hmm. But it just felt like a good British good, GP. A good it didn't feel like the first round kind of thing. It wasn't like, oh my God, look how many people there are here. It was more like, yeah, this is about right for the British GP. Well, given that we near enough lost the GP and it came back, I, I hope that it was enough for um, all the guys. Because it's only a small team. And, and, we, and we know a few of them anyway because we, we talk to them and we know how hard it is to put that event on. And they haven't got you know, vast amounts of resources. These guys are, uh, are putting together such a great event. And I just hope that they got enough money in there to, for it to, to continue. So um, hopefully it'll be back next year. And um, Oh, on that note. Oh, okay. Kuwait for the first round next year? What, Kuwait? Is that near Kuwait? That's what I said. Well, I, I, I did look on at Alice once. I'd never seen Kuwait. That's what I said. Kuwait. Can, you, can I wait? Kuwait. That's what you said, isn't it? That's what it's called. Okay, so, so that may be on the... Yeah, I've heard a, couple of, heard a couple of rumors flying around. Was this the same as the Australian rumor where they turned up and then nothing happened? That, to be honest, that is quite crushing because I would have liked to have been on, in Australia this past weekend. I uh, think it would have been a little bit warmer. And there would have been a coronavirus issue there, to be honest, wouldn't there? Yeah. Um, interestingly, do you think... It, uh, I did actually message you because I'm quite interested. Oh, don't start. Please don't tell me you're going to start this night random. Well, no, I, I wanted to know what the feedback from Ustream was about how they're going to handle it this year because MotoGP have just cancelled two events. Uh, so what's this, what's you, uh, not, sorry, what's in front, in front In front stance? motor racing. Yeah. What, what's their stance on the coronavirus um, and how do they communicate? You know those keep calm and carry on posters? Oh, God. Yeah. You're aware? Yeah. That's basically what we're doing. Well, we're just going to ignore it. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but, going on yeah, here. <laughs> no, they said in the press conference on Friday, the advice from the FIM doctor is to basically not overreact. Okay. Sound advice, I thought. I was like, sweet. I won't. And, and, and So not to overreact, but however, MoGP, um, are, they, are they overreacted by, by cancelling? I think so. I think, to be fair, everyone's even said that. At the end of the day, there's a cold going around. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know that people are dying 
You can't just say there's a cold and a few people have got the sniffles. There's people dying from this. Paracetamol? Oh, we need to move on quickly. <laughs> Is it time for an ad break? <laughs> oh, Christ. Um, okay. Oh, so comment, comments dropped on right, Facebook. Okay. Uh, Tom, uh, a Tom Neal. Yeah, the Tom Neal. Uh, Lewis told me he had to wear gloves as his hands were sore from carrying you on the podcast the last few months. Oh, that hurt, Tom. I actually didn't say that myself, but that, I wish I had, because that's quite a crush. I, I actually thought we were friends. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's actually, actually more a crushing blow than what you can give me. That is actually quite a good one, yeah. yeah thanks, Tom. Um, Appreciate that. Yeah, but in short, it was, all, it was all okay. It was a bit of a mess to start with, but the first round in having it in Britain was not a disaster like everyone thought. Cool. So there you have it. So there you have it. Okay. Um, can I just ask... What the hell happened to Jazzacone this weekend? Why would you start with that? Because he was in, he was in my ex-manager ma- ex team. We'll get there. I'll talk, let's talk about the, the, old, the big guns first. Not that Jazzacone isn't a big gun. Oh, wow. Not that he's... <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> um, I need that as a sound bite so I can play it the weekend. <laughs> no, if he, can, if he can make that happen. He'll admit it himself, wouldn't he? Right. He was. He even said that he was in embarrassment at a weekend or something. Yeah, I Instagram. did see his Instagram Was status, that what yeah. he said? Yeah, was, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Just draw a line. Yeah, exactly. It. So I'm drawing a line under I, it. Yeah, I just didn't know if, if you've spoken to him. But probably you didn't no. speak to him because you only speak to the popular people. Is that no, correct? he um, he walked past me as he was leaving the track and gave me a head nod. But it was kind of a sad head nod. Oh. Like Eeyore. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I could don't speak to me. Actually, nod. do you want to talk? Let's talk about this first before we get on to racing. Yeah. What did you think of Ice One's uh, truck? Oh, I thought it was really cool. Really cool setup. And nice to see something different as well in the pits. But um, interestingly, how many other teams would have gone out this week and ordered one? Oh, 100%. It's all competition, isn't it? Well, and the biggest thing is, um, there's no setup. So the mechanics don't need to be there to put up the awning or anything like that, obviously, because they, they don't have an awning. But there's no... Someone pushes a button and they're just... Beep, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't, I can't even, I can't look at you. <laughs> that's what it does. Right, okay. So someone's... Accurate. Okay, so someone's just got, so basically that saves people like a so whole So the mechanics day. and everything, who are normally there until God knows what time on a Sunday, taking the awning down and packing everything away. One, one guy's just pressing the button. They just walk out when the riders do. Wow. I bet Auntie is like the best there team were a lot, in the world. There were, when I was walking around doing podcasts, like two hours after the race, and the Ice One truck, or showroom or whatever you want to call it now yeah was like completely just done there were a lot of mechanics from other teams kind of pointing like can we have one yeah fuck my life that's six all right just say fml um yeah i thought it was sick there was quite quite a few fans aren't a fan of it though why not because um you can't get as close to it as you can got lean over and still stuff yeah but like does that really make a difference not really you can kind of lick the window like like it's not like, like it's not like you could really do anything by having the awning open, is it? No, not really. Um, so one thing I was going to ask is, is that set up uh, hospitality and uh, the bikes and mechanics and everything? Yeah, I was trying to figure this out because I don't know where the kitchen is. Because last last year, uh, Andy with the team had one side which was hospitality. Oh yeah, the hospitality's in there, and but everything's a bit more crunched in. Oh, okay, so they've got the setups of the bikes, they've got the setup of the bikes, and they've got mm-hmm. hospitality alongside. Yeah. That's a big old structure then. Oh, well, it's not that big. It's small. They've got less room to work with than they would an awning. Oh, okay. But, but they make it work. Well, they've got smaller areas to work from in a 
overseas GPs, haven't they? Yeah. And how how does it um fold like because I wasn't there? How does it all fold down? Now you got your button and it goes. <laughs> beep. Beep. No, that's it. I don't know what you want from me. So and um, what does it literally? Does it go on the back of the truck? Or yeah. does it go in the truck? No, it or? goes on the back of the truck. Okay. I was surprised by that. So what? It's literally just like it's like just how, how how does it get back on the truck? I don't know. Well, I want to find out. I want to know these things. It's I'm like just Lego. waiting for something to happen so that I can say that people who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. I'm just waiting for one of the Ice One riders to get into an incident where I can throw <laughs> that out there. Throw a spanner. Well, that's what they're now living in a glass house, aren't they? Okay. Um, I need to find out. This is, this, this is why it's important for me to go this weekend, because these are the questions that people want to know. They want to know how it works. Well, it's literally a push of a button. Yeah, I know, but I want to know how they get it off of the truck, in the truck. But basically, the mechanics can now spend an extra day in the workshop every week, which is like, and like, even on Tuesdays when they're cleaning the awning, that's now not an issue. Yeah, but I, I can remember sort of last year when we had some really bad weather and the mechanics are just literally... Oh yeah, I'd imagine it was quite warm in there. Like, I, was, I, did, I actually didn't seven, go eight in o'clock it. at night when it's dark and just peeing down. I actually didn't go in it because I was scared to because I was like, dirty trainers, like, am I going to get shot? Yeah, Because it, it was literally like a dentist. Auntie likes his, yeah. Likes you know like those place. shops where they got kitchens yeah. laid out? It was actually like one of those. That's what okay. it reminded me of. Yeah. So it'd be really, um, you wouldn't want to pick your nose in there just because everybody could see you. Well, I don't think that's really relevant. I understand. I mean, same in awning. Kind of like you're on the show, basically, aren't you? Yeah, sure. Okay, I'm just I'm interested in these things. Anyway, I'm interested. Okay. Um, Motocross. Yeah, if we can get back to that, that'd yeah. be great. Uh, I called it, didn't I? What did you call? Hurdles one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, pretty sensible ride from him as well in the second race. Yeah, he actually um like kept his word. Uh, I actually want to give out um a. a, a a shout out to Christian Bars because I was reading through the comments on um, Facebook earlier and he actually made a valid point. I think someone commented on Facebook basically saying that, um, you know, Geyser was faster than him all day duh, 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 and Christian replied about how actually he was kind of, you know, he's in a safe second. Why would he want to um, do anything else? And, and he also po- pointed out that uh, when Evans was um, charging after uh, Herlins, Herlins was able to take three seconds off the lap time. So he has, he obviously showed he had the speed, but he was kind of sensible, which is not quite what we come to expect. Because yeah. the old Herlins would have charged. Yeah, but he said he's going to do that all along. That's what he's always said all winter. That's his game plan. And he, but he did say on Friday in a press conference that that is his game plan. He's just not sure if it will be his game plan once his helmet goes on. Well, and, and that's. That's, but, that's the interesting thing because the helmet was on and that's what he done. But um, on lap one, like the first official lap, so technically lap two, kind of. Yeah. Herlins, in the first micro, Herlins did a 2.33 and Mitch did a 2.32, which is when Mitch kind of got right on his rear wheel. Yeah. And then immediately after that, Herlins dropped to a 2.30, which was the fastest lap of the weekend. Wow. And in that first moto, um, Herlins obviously had the best lap of the moto with that, 2.30. And the closest person to him, lap time-wise, was DeSalle, who had the second fastest lap time, which was mid-2.31s, so over a second slower. And then the third fastest lap time was another second slower. Wow. So there was more in Herlins in that first moment, when he was cruising out front. Yeah. But then also, you could, like, being unbiased, you could say that Geyser had more in him in the second moto as well, because he wasn't exactly challenged. 
So, but one thing which I, I will take out of that uh, first race was obviously we've seen um, his preseason form coming in at, as the rookie. But I think for those who kind of may have listened to last week and probably thought, I, ah, you know, um, it's, it's only the Italian Championship. You know, he's got to replicate that form in MXGP. And I think a lot of people would have been surprised by the performance the weekend of Mitch Evans. Just love Mitch Evans, don't you? I'm just saying. Well, he told, apparently, I didn't realise this, it had some haters pre-Matley. Really? Every, people, apparently a lot of people had been saying that he wouldn't be able to keep it up and like, let's see by round five. Which was shocked because all I've seen is like, people like you just arse licking. Like, that's all I've seen. So I was surprised by this, but I do, so that's given me a different perspective because I was kind of worried that everyone expected too much after the preseason races, but apparently some people still don't expect anything. So, wow. But literally, all I'd seen is 100% positive stuff. So, yeah. I, I, I thought he looked, you know, good the weekend and obviously showed the speed, which was really, really good. Um, Not surprising, though, is it? What do you mean? Mitch being that fast. I mean, we'd seen it. Yeah, we, and, we and beat guys are two weeks ago. It's, and it's not the first time he's been on a you know, 450, 450. We know that he's riding a 450 back in Australia. True. Not sure what you want me to say about that. Nothing. I'm just telling you. Fact. Okay. Yeah, well, I, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, I thought Hurlins was going to go after guys in the second race. Because when he finally got past Crowley, the gap was 11 seconds. Yeah. And I was kind of thinking, eh. Like, that's, that's not far enough where Hurlins can rule it out. I thought he would make a bit of a run, but either he didn't make a run or he just wasn't fast enough. Because he, like, Geyser was the fastest rider on track for like 95% of the laps in that second race. So, do you think that that was the thing? Maybe, like, you know, part of Hurlins is, is the game plan is saying, oh, I'm going to back it down. Well, this he's year. got a nine point lead. Like, that second was clearly good enough. Yeah. Who leaves round one with a nine point lead? Let me tell you. Uh, two seconds. Oh, God. Two one, seconds. two. Yeah. No, please. Uh, I'm just looking at the comments, actually. Um, okay, Phil G uh, the said... Last... Sorry, I hold that point. <laughs> it's a trailer that slides out both sides. It doesn't go on anything. It is the thing. There you go. Yeah. No, it goes on to the cab. That's what I meant. Like, the cab well, drives it along. That was not descriptive. Oh. You did not mention any of that. Thanks, Phil. Maybe you should come on the podcast next week. Um, the last time that a rider had a lead of nine points or more after the uh, first round... Yeah was Kenda Dyker in 2008. Wow. 12 points he had after round one. How, how did you even find that? Talk us through your... I went through the results. What, that quick? No, I've... I, I, stat sheet. Okay. I've already got it on my laptop. Right. Stat sheet. Is that this week's stat sheet? Yeah. Okay, you started working on it already? Yeah. Okay. I would have finished it, but I spent 17 hours driving up here today. Wow. You could have caught a train, couldn't you? But that's another story. That actually wasn't possible because I had to get a bus. We know you don't do public transport. Dirty, isn't it? Yeah. Coronavirus. I do. <laughs> Can we stick to motocross? <laughs> oh, funny. Um, so this weekend, are you expecting the same sort of thing? From... No. No. You're going to say Geyser, aren't you? Mitch. Oh, Mitch. Oh, we're still talking about Mitch. Oh, we're still... T- <laughs> Welcome to the Mitch Evans show. <laughs> Let's... What? Well, what? I'm just what? asking you questions. No, okay, no. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steer this ship. Okay, you steer it. I would expect Hurlins to dominate this weekend, even with his go slow to go fast thing. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it is sand, and it is Vulcan Sword. 
So Hurling's not going 1-1 would be a shock. Yeah. And truthfully, guys that has what it takes to beat Hurling's around Matterley, Balkanswild's another story. I'm pretty sure even HRC would have been that. Yeah. So, which is actually interesting because if Hurling's does go 1-1 this weekend, that nine-point lead is going to go to 15 mm-hmm. at the very least. Good maths. Which is, I almost said 12, super crushy. Yeah. Um, forgot they have two motos in this series. Um, so, and if that's, fi- if that's 15 points at least leaving the second round, that's quite a chunky little gap, isn't it, for two rounds? It's not bad. However, Argentina, I think, is going to be the big... Argentina is going to be like round one for this series. Let me talk you through why. Because... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go to... So Herlins is going to probably win Vulcan Suárez and it's all great, brilliant. Yeah. I think uh, Argentina is a good enough track for Herlins, Geyser and Caroli. And Dassault. <laughs> if you like. He rode very well last year. If you like. <laughs> Actually, so did Mitch Evans in MX2. Um, so I think for those, I think Argentina will be the first time those three have like blows exchanged. Okay. Because I think even if Hurlins goes 1 1 this weekend, both guys around Caroli can sit there and go, ah, it's whatever, isn't it? It's Volkenswald. We yeah. all expected this. Argentina, I think each of those riders will go into Argentina wanting to prove a point. And it's going to be a level playing field because of the track. That's what you're saying. Well, no, I'm just saying it's a track for play, like can suit all of them. It's not like a yeah, track that massively favours one person. It's called a level playing field. Well, it does have jumps in it, so it's not completely level. Um, <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> I could be doing so many better things than this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I genuinely, I'm now looking straight, I'm looking straight past Falcon Swart as Argentina is going to be the start of this series, the true start of this series. Right. Uh, another interesting point. Well, two interesting points. Geyser's bike is like really good. Like, okay. Tell us more. Well, I can't really tell you much more, but just if you watch him in person, it is a noticeably, he looks noticeably comfortabler. Not a word, but he did. <laughs> but he did last year. Okay. Like, it's a really good bike. Okay. So and secondly, did you speak to him about that? No. <sighs> Bit awkward. I saw him after the race and I was like, oh, do you want, do you want to do an interview now or shall I come back? Because I've kind of, I know which riders I can go back to. Yeah. Like certain riders are taken off. And he was like, oh, come back. I'll either be here or in my camper. Just knock on the door. So I got to his camper. First of all, I thought it was his camper. I wasn't sure if it was. <laughs> oh, no. And so I stood by the door for ages like, do I, do I, do I? Trying to hear, see if I could hear who was inside. And in the end, I sacked it off because I didn't have the balls. Because I wasn't, I wasn't certain it was his camper. Right. And that is why we didn't have a guy's a post-race podcast. Oh. So he's probably just still sat there hmm. in Matty Basin with, waiting now. for Lewis. Yeah. Never mind. Sure, wow. i get over it. He might not even want to speak to you this week because he's probably still waiting. That's right. Just saying. But, um, and also, uh, Caroli's injured his knee. Did you see that? Yeah, I've seen that. So it's... Who knew? Genuinely, never knew there was a PCL in your, in your knee. No, ACL, MCL. Yeah, never knew there was a PCL. Where's that? Genuinely thought it was a typo at first. Yeah. <laughs> I actually did Google it just to double check it was actually a real thing. Where is the PCL? Not saying it's a fake injury, but I just didn't know PCL was a thing. Yeah. Or it might be ACL typo. Do we, do we know where it is? In your knee somewhere. Brilliant. Um, well, you're just coming out with some absolute beauty today. Well, I couldn't tell you where your ACL is. You couldn't even tell us that the actual anti thing was on the back of a truck. It's a cab? Cab, yeah. Cab. Um, no, the cab is what... Pulls it. Yeah, that's what I mean. It goes onto a. Yeah, 
Well, you, you didn't explain like that. locks in and then yeah. they drive. So you, you didn't explain that and you don't know what the PCL is. Hold and on. also... I'll help you out with that. You said that Geyser's bike looked more... What was your word again? Comfortable. Comfortable. Com- uh, Comfortabler. Uh, the posterior cruciate ligament. Oh, yeah, there ligament. is, yeah. Now, if you had said posterior cruciate ligament, I would have known that. Uh, the PCL connects the thigh bone, brackets femur, to your shin bone, bracket tibia. tibia. Ooh. But he taped it up like mad at the weekend. And to be fair, all things, if you, cons- if you take that into consideration, yeah. maybe a better ride than he's getting credit for. Yeah, definitely. But then does that get better? Um, is, tearing, is tearing your, well, you'd know, maybe. Well, I've done two ACLs, but not done a... It's a second degree, no, second tier tear, second degree tear, one of those. It's a second level of tear. But it's, so it's not fully, fully torn. Is that better than having a first level tear? Like what, what direction does that go? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> like I don't know if that's it, actually, it just sounds bad. Like it's a higher the number worse? I think you may need more tape. Like it's a, it's a higher the number a worse thing or a better thing? I don't know because this, this goes back to the whole hotel thing last week. Because a penthouse is on the top floor. We'll my get, wife told me. We're getting to my hotel. We'll, we'll get to that. Well, we've got the whole, um, we got the whole big dosser conversation to go through first. We've got that as well. Um, yeah, so better ride when he maybe gets credit for. Yeah. But what I now need to know is, is tearing or partially tearing your um, PCL just as bad as your ACL? Like, is that now going to be a problem all year? So when did he, did he do it the weekend or did no, he do week training? Before, okay. at Lommel. At Lommel. Probably right around the same time that Fevre did his. Oh, okay. And Although, interestingly, Crowley's got ligament damage. Fevre has no damage at all, from what the reports say. But it's just but in Fevre like was a too shit... painful to... Apparently, like, apparently, it sounds like he was in like immense pain. But there's no tear. No, there's no issues at all, structural or anything. Wow. No fracture, breaks or anything. But he was in so much pain that he just couldn't run yeah. the weekend. Well, to be fair, a track like that, long and bright, long ruts, long ruts, <laughs> long ruts, snaking up and down the valley. Like it's not ideal, is it? If you're nursing a knee injury or no. even for Prado, like no, and you're quite right. Quite easy to catch your foot and twist a thing. That that makes um, Corelli's ride all yeah. the more impressive. So, what does he do when he's hundred mm-hmm. percent? Like that's an interesting thing to me. Yeah, but well, it'd be good to try. But and... will we know? Is it po- is it now possible for him to be one hundred percent this year? Sounds like I should have interviewed him. I think that would have been a, a strong move. Mm. Yeah. So, so uh, let's talk about your post-race podcast. What, what informative ones did you get? Was it just all your friends? Mm. Mitch took the piss out of me, so he's clearly not a friend. Okay, I like that. Um, but So you uh, missed the guy's one, which was kind of important, um, and especially find out about his bike, which he looked more comfortable on. Yep. And also you didn't speak to Crowley. No, or Herlins. <laughs> Or Hurlins. Hurlins had a boat to catch. He said I could call him on Monday, but I, I don't have time for that. Right, okay. So, um, did you do anything the weekend, really? Yeah, I've got eight podcasts. I oh, went on the Moto 74 show, didn't you? Yeah. So, you're probably including that as well. Um, no, I've got eight podcasts. Okay. All good. Any riders? Or? Yeah, they're all, they're all riders. That's oh, okay, that's, that's, that's good. That's I good. won't reel them off for you, because everyone else who's listening to this would have listened to those. Might not. So, no, everyone tends to do that. You're the only person who tends to not give it. You literally flew home. When did you fly home? Monday? 
Uh, yeah, I was just I get bored so, of your interviews anyway. So you can I I genuinely thought on your flight Ooh. home on Monday you'd listen to the interviews. No. I genuinely thought you I would. Get, what did you think it attracted today? That's oh, not I, what I ask. I noticed that you went over one bump and you clicked up to third and da 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 da. I'm not that smart. Yes, you are. It I, was more, um, I can't remember what I asked. In the Mitch Evans interview, I tried to get Roger Harvey to come over mid-interview to sign him to a multi-year deal. But that didn't go, that didn't happen. Oh, okay. Unfortunately. What, that would have been great material. That would have been great, yeah. Um, would you take your 10% or? So here's a question for you. Well, here's another one. I did see that on uh, Mitch's Instagram today that he's signed to Wasserman. Yeah, I saw that. Mm. Pretty mad, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, congrats. Yeah. Brilliant. How many times have you actually said hello or congrats to the Evans family so far this podcast? With well, 36 it, minutes in, I reckon you've averaged about one every three minutes. Do you know what? It's interestingly, it's less than you've said the F word. So, we're so, still good. Does Matterly change anything for you? Title-wise? No. Like, do you now bump guys' chances up? No, I, I I kind of expected the results what what we seen, but what yeah, but guys are dominate flat out dominated that second race. So do you not now rate his title chances more so than you did going? No, because I, I agree with you that yeah, I think you've got to go to I think Valkensvard is you know his hurdles to lose. I think you're quite right that when you go into to um, Argentina that then sorry, why have you got your torch? I don't on? know. <laughs> why don't you just leave your phone? That's all right. What's her name? That you worry. Off you, what are you saying? You're basically repeating what I said, weren't you? <laughs> no, I'm just saying that I, I, I'm agreeing with you because I think you're right. So going into Argentina, literally, when it's a level playing field, as in it's no really no advantages to anybody. I think that's when we're going to get get an understanding about who's where, um, and if it's a straight up race. But like you say, if if Herlins does go one one this weekend, which is you know a, a very strong chance. Then a fifteen-point lead going into Argentina. It, it, I don't think really I don't think that's necessarily a thing as far as the championship is concerned because there's a long way to go. But I just think it's an interesting place well, to start from. The the interesting um, scenario is if he gets a bad start, charges through, and he comes back to, to third or second because he's happy with third or second. What a Vulcan squad! Yeah, no, he's not doing that. No, but I'm I'm just saying the mentality. Oh. I'm, I'm I'm talking about the mentality, if, not what he's if doing. If Hurling settles for anything less than first at Balkanswad, I'll be shocked. Okay, because it's one thing doing it at Matterly. I can't imagine he'd be too no. stoked on doing it at Balkanswad. Yeah, I think uh, no, nothing answers your question. I don't think anything changes. I, I still no, stand I haven't seen by, enough yet. Yeah, I still stand by what we discussed last week. At the end of the day, if if we're already kind of giving the Balkanswad win to Hurlins. But that's Hurling starting the season with two out of two wins. Argentina will sway me because if Geyser gets Ocroli gets one there, then they're on the board. If Hurlins wins Argentina as well, that's three out of three to start. And suddenly that's going away most expected as far as Hurlins' um, like level for the title. Although Jonas swept all six of the first uh, the first six motos in MX2 in 2018. And everyone would have given him the title to him at that point. So yeah. there's and not really much you can take from the next couple of rounds. But hey, that's the game we're in, right? That, that is the game, yes, Lewis. Um, so what happened to Big Dosser? Who? Because you told me last week that if he didn't finish mm-hmm. in a top five, mm-hmm. then we're going to rule him out. Mm-hmm. 
So he finished sixth overall. I genuinely reckon. No, sorry, eighth if you overall. Can go back to a po- if you can go to a, back to a podcast in late last year, I genuinely said Coldenoff would finish eighth or worse at Matterley. Where did he finish overall? Yeah, eighth, but with two sixes. Am I wrong? Yeah. No. Literally, everyone like everyone tells me I'm insane. Look at the results. Oh, oh, you are insane. No. Um. Yeah. Well, I don't. I've got nothing to say because what I think I said is right. Okay. Like, what's so brilliant? One person who, um, again, was impressive and went under the uh, radar again. Jacoby did not go under the radar. Oh, no. He was very much on the radar. Oh, I thought you were going to say him. Jeremy. Oh, yeah. I even said that to him. That first motor ride was a bit of a statement. That first motor ride was phenomenal. And he lost his back brake in the second one, so... Okay. But, I, from what I've seen, um, you know on the TV the weekend he, he looked really good and just backs up why he's vice world champion yeah I think he is. I would bump him up yeah actually I'm, you know what go back to my hotel from last week yeah congratulations Jeremy Sue has just been pushed down to the first floor he was on the second floor we don't know if the first floor is a good thing though, no it's we? a good thing that's where everyone is that's where the, that's, where, that's the place to be okay right. so congrats yeah I, I, yeah I um I was super impressed, and and that kind of and for somebody who's like, like do you know what that did make make me laugh the weekend when I was listening was how many times your stat now has actually 111 GPs in a row. Yeah. Oh yeah. Funny. It's everywhere. You know what? You know what? You don't really grind my gears. Oh. oh, I should have said it. I literally spent hours working that stat out. Let's not give me any credit. No, no, no. Let's just fucking let's all just use that. Seven. Let's all just use it for ourselves. Fucking seven F words. <laughs> And are out, like everyone gets, oh, you have, you have a stat, and you have a stat, and you have a stat. I don't want any credit, it's fine. It's fine. I, I, I would quite like the credit for MX Vice. Cause we All that. Of, yeah. <laughs> I know that you want to get your credit. No, but, but like, I, like, I, just, I feel like it's the right thing to do, isn't it? I credit people. Yeah, well, I was just thinking that MX Vice pays your wages, so it actually costs us to get that stat. But still, I feel, I, when I unearthed that stat, no one else had a clue. It had never even been mentioned. Yeah. And now everyone's just running with it. Just willy-nilly, you know just with their you know cocks what? out, rocking out, just chucking around 111s everywhere. Do you want to know what I might do? Get a 111 t-shirt? No, nope, I might put out a fake news stat and see who runs with it. Oh, I like that idea. That would be funny. That would be funny. <laughs> that would be quite funny. Yeah. No, but I, f- I, I, can't, I, I f- actually felt for you a little bit. Yeah. Like, when I was watching the TV. Because I was proud and- of that stat. And the 111 was getting pushed around willy-nilly, and I was thinking, how many hours did that actually take you? 100% whoever was saying that would claim that they worked it out themselves, coincidentally. Oh, yeah. yes, I also decided to work that out on the same day that you did, funnily enough. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, anyway, Jeremy looked really, really good. Um, yeah. I was super impressed. Sat, sat in Boston. I was um, very impressed with his ride. Although, slight issue is that he seems to not be able to win a race because... Had that first moto been last year, he would have won because Hurlins was never there. Yeah, here we are. Back again. S- still second. Deeper group of riders. Still second. Still second. Just don't know what's going on there, but he'll get one eventually. What did you think of his teammate? Who? Gaultier. Better than I thought. But, um, but then he always starts the season well. He had six moto podiums last year. Five of them came in the first four rounds. So Another little stat, just throw it out now. Yeah, but like, that's, so like, I was kind of like, oh, I'm impressed. And I was like, well, let's, I'll wait and see five rounds in. Okay. Whether we're dropping off a bit. 
But yeah, no, it was better than I thought. Yeah, well, but and then again, it's Matterly. He's good there. So what do you want from me? Yeah, I, I was quite, I was quite surprised at the performance of him and DeSalle. Yeah, DeSalle was way good. Yeah, after Although being he, away for such a long time, he he's much better than I thought. What was it seven months, eight months? Well, right? June, same as Crowley. Yeah. So yeah, sadly not as impressive. Yeah, but it looked really good. Looked really good, and um, I've got to be honest. Everybody's probably going to say surprised. Jacob, I was the only thing I was surprised about Jacoby is that he stayed on the bike. Yeah, that's why his results are a surprise. Like there was a couple of. To be fair, he did his best efforts to not stay on the bike. He did try. I did to s- not stay on the bike. Yeah, I did see him case a few things in. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, all, all credit. Hats off. Great I results. never would have. I would. However, I just don't know if he can go through a whole season. If, to be fair, if you'd said to me at the start of the year, will Jacoby finish ninth overall at any point this year? I probably would have said no. No, you would, yeah. So. Yeah, 100%. That, that is a, a strong, strong ride. But I did, I'd, maybe watching it on TV That's is a little bit different. Though, isn't it? Watching it on TV is a little bit different, but uh, he did look a little bit, a bit out of control. Do you like the gas gas? Love the gas gas, yeah. I don't. Why not? It's too pink. It's not red, it's pink. Pink? Every time I see a photo of it, I'm like, no, too pink. Uh, I'm colorblind, so I it's just... It's very... No, it is very pink. It's got too much, like, pink in the red. Like, it's way too pink. No, no, no. Have you had a word of them, or...? No, I, just, I can't do that. I can't do that. It's okay. too pink. No, I really liked it. Maybe, I think, maybe I'd like it more if they were wearing black gear, but the pink gear with a pink bike, I was like, oh, too much, too much. Are you sure it's pink? It's not pink. It's not flat it, out. It kind of like looks like Coca-Cola. No, it's not flat out pink, but it's got a pinky flare. I, I'm just going on Instagram quickly. Yeah, I'm, I'm not seeing the pink, but maybe, maybe I'll have a closer look this week. Yeah, but. that's pink. It's got a pinky little... It's like a light red. So light that it fades um, into pink. If anybody else was it Matterly, uh, could you just put in the comments whether you thought that the gas gas looked pink? No, it doesn't look pink. It's a pinky red. Oh, okay. I'll rephrase that. Um, if anybody else was at Matterly this weekend, looked at the gas gas bikes and thought that they were a pinky red, can you please let me know or whether Lewis is just talking It was pinky red. Okay. Okay. Um, so let's go back to Jacoby. Let's give credit where credit's due because... Do you not want to talk about Mitch? Congratulating him on something else. No, I think, I think we've covered Mitch. Great ride. I haven't. Since you've just run, you've run, you've took that ball and ran with it. Okay. Is there anything you want to add? No, I'm all right. Why did you make it? I'm just making that point that you have made. You have really driven that point home. Okay. Um, yeah. So, anything you want to add on Jacoby? No. We will see whether that continues. Okay. Although I am interested if a higher level of team. If this continues, I'm interested to see if he attracts a higher level of team or if he's just not in that playground. What, uh, what I'm quite interested in is, is finding out kind of how, uh, how sought after he is within the teams. I mean, well, that's exactly what I just said. Yeah, but do, is there any, anybody who, who's kind of mentioned it, like when you've been talking in the pits about the performance and what they... Well, did he surprise other team owners or... I don't know. You don't really ask the right questions, do you? Well, I literally, he literally... Locked. What do you actually do at a weekend? We haven't... That, apart from swallowing around. That conversation would happen this weekend. There wasn't enough time for it to happen at Matterley. God. 
What does he actually do, Rob? Do you know who surprised me more than Jacoby? Prado. What, because he had a bad leg? I, I, was, I didn't think he'd hold on for the results he did. I thought he would drop way further back. He's going to be really good this year. He, was, he showed like, uh, speed in practice. Like He went to the top of the board a couple of times, and I was like, to be fair, for only having two weeks on a bike, not too shabby. And in those conditions as well. And in those conditions as well. Coming back from a broken leg. Coming back from a broken leg. And riding that. And riding that. You really are a dick. <laughs> At least your hair looks better this week. Oh, thanks. Um, no, I think, I think he'll be quite good. But then he said something interesting to me because I said like, oh, so um, Trentino, do you think Trentino will be when you kind of start to edge towards being more like yourself? And he was like, when's Trentino? And I was like, what do I look like? Your travel agent? <laughs> um, and I was like, in a month. And he was like, then I would have had one month and two weeks on the bike. And I was like, Yes. <laughs> and he was like, and everyone else would have had three months. Well, I was like, well, fair point, but, but you, yeah, we're playing point. that game all the year, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I think give it, we've got to just give him a mulligan for March and then we'll see where we're at with April. Okay. Trentino will probably be a bit too soon, but Spain and Portugal, I'd imagine he'll start to do something. Maybe he's just trying to play down there. But he is going to be good. Yeah. And you know what? Would not rule him out for the title. What if if something what? if if something happens to the other people, otherwise known as what? riders? Hang on, what happened to this? What happened to negative Lewis? What went away <laughs> last week from last week's show? Basically saying that Herlins is fifty. Um, I gave Herlins seventy-five. Oh, sorry, Herlins seventy-five. What did you give Carillion? Fifteen each. So. I'm not giving. How I'm the not hell giving, is this coming? I'm not giving Prado. I'm not giving no, Prado. No, 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 no. I'm not giving Prado a percentage because he's not. I'm, I'm, hang on a minute. How can you say that? You wouldn't. <laughs> that that makes no sense. Listen to me. I'm not giving Prado a percentage because he's never going to beat Hurlins, Geyser, or Crowley for the title straight up. However, if those three riders get injured or something happens, he is doing the right thing and putting himself in a position to be there at the end. Really? If if circumstances play out. In a wild way. What? So you think you take out Hurlins, Geyser, and Crowley, and he's next in line? He's going to. No, be... I don't say he's next in line, but he will be close. And then suddenly, we'll all be looking back and going, "Fuck me!" It's a good thing he rode Matt. Oh, it's eight. What is wrong with you? It's fine. It's not. It's only what's that? It's ten to seven. Kids are still awake. All right. God, you'd know. Um. Well, Livia's probably watching, isn't she? Oh, that is. Oh, what is wrong with you? Honestly, I have not said one thing on this show. I got told off by my wife last week for calling you gay. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Honestly, um, <laughs> I think we're going to be going to an advert break so I can punch you in the um, face. <laughs> um, um, yeah, fair. But I, I just think Prado's doing the right things, like holding off last year. Like, like how everyone said. Hang on, what do you mean, like Coldenoff? Like, like how, well, Coldenoff ended up third in the championship because he built himself up. Like, he wasn't even there at the start. No, no. one would have said he would have finished third. No, he was terrible at the start. But it's like everyone said the Chinese podium last year was Herlins, Sewer, and Coldenoff. And all three of those riders either didn't start the series or started slow. <laughs> so I can see Prado on that path. And by the end of the season, he'll be reeling off wins and whatnot. And then if the others aren't there through injury, that could lead to something. That's all I'm saying. But he needs those people to get injured. But it happened last year, so... Okay. Um, Simpson did all right. Yeah, well, I, I was going to say about... 
Not sure how an 18-11 gets you 11th overall, though. Yeah, that, it bit, worked bit, in his favour. Hey, you got to take that. you got to take that. dodgy. Yeah, you got to take that. What, one thing I was going to say was, um, and I know this is not a British motocross show and all the rest of it, but I was actually kind of like a little bit... Now, I think now Tommy's left. It's, it's a massive Max. hole. And Max, yeah. And Max. But we, we, we've... Like and, and and apologies to anybody who's who's not British and watching this. Um, but with those two riders gone, it was like, holy shit! Like, there's a massive gap now, and um, it's going to be interesting if um, and it's quite quite good for Simpson to get the whole British GP over and done with at the start because um, from a British perspective, that that really he's going to be carrying the the mantle going forward in MXGP this year. Yeah. And I find, I find that really interesting because we, we took it for granted for so many years that we had Max and Tommy in there. Well, Sean's on that level. A- absolutely. But Just... now we, we've gone from three riders. What I'm saying is not the quality. I mean, we've gone from three riders to one. Oh, yeah. So, so quite quickly, we've not got, you know, we've just got one rider, you know, where Belgium, Holland, and, and everybody else have got, you know, many riders. Yeah. I was actually of, working of quality. out. We've, we've got one rider of quality at the moment. My next stat that I was going to work out for the old stat sheet was when the last time was that there was a British GP with no British riders in the top 10 overall. Yeah. But I didn't get around to it. Uh, on, on the actual British um, note, it was nice to see Adam pick up some points, Adam Sterry. Well, I think he would have expected more than that. I don't, think he would, I don't think Adam would want a pat on the back for scoring points. I don't know. It's always nice to get your first points in MXGP, know, especially not, in Wrangler. Is it not a bit discrediting what he's done as a rider? No, not at all. I think if you look at the, if you look at the top 25 um, riders and, and you've picked up points... Did you see I, his crash on Saturday? No, I didn't. Oh. Was that a big one? Wait, I don't know. I just decided to try and dabble in FMX. And I just didn't feel like qualifying was the time. <laughs> It was that big, was it? Well, it wasn't. Is that where, uh, did, I think I read about it. it didn't, was it over jumping? It was at the finish line jump. It was a Superman. Oh. oh. I, would have tried, I would have started dabbling in FMX with a bit of a knack-knack or something, you know, something entry level. Yeah. But fair play. But he went full on. Yeah. Okay. Congrats. But no, I, I, I don't think it's, I think you've got to put it in perspective that, that the MXGP, MXGP class is stacked. And um, to pick up first... Points. You never know how these things are going to go. Pressure have been in, in the UK as well. Um, home GP. So I thought it was really good. Um, Do you want to talk about Jazz Conus now? Yeah, well, I think I just said it at the start. What the, what the, what the hell? You, are you seriously just not swearing? I li- no one told me we weren't swearing anymore. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just trying. Oh, I'm okay. just trying not to swear. Um, well, okay, so Jazz Conus said he was an embarrassment or whatever. If you look at it, though... But I, do you know... Do you know what I, I can't quite understand? The Saturday, second fastest. Was he second fast? I'm pretty sure it's Saturday in qualifying. Uh, rings, a, rings a bell. Yeah, second fastest. Like, how the hell do you go from second fastest to, to well, quite... Yeah, but look, this is, this is my point. If you look at who beat him, you would have expected him to beat Simpson, yeah? Well, yeah. yeah was you would have yeah. expected him to beat Jacoby, yeah? Yeah. Maybe you would have expected him to beat Prado? Mm. No? No, we'll leave that on the shelf. Okay, yeah. So that, that means that he only got beaten by two riders he technically shouldn't have, which still only puts him 10th. I don't think you could have expected him to beat Cold Enough to Sal, Paul Ann, Evans, Sewer, Crowley, Geyser, Hurlins. Maybe not. So I don't think his results are that bad, but I don't, think, I don't see how it could have been that much better. Round Matterley. Volkenswad Hill yeah. be, should be better than okay, that. Okay, okay. 
But I don't think it's as bad as he was making out. Because when you look at it, it's like, well, where does he fit in beyond 10th? Okay. At this point, on that track. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, Everyone's giving Jacoby a lot of love. Chervelin was an even bigger surprise. Because I didn't think he was getting points all year. Yeah. Hands down. Literally did not see him once. Yeah, but hands down. That's got to be... That's that's a great result. Yeah, but he's just been overshadowed by... um, Mitch. Jacoby. (laughs) Not everything is about Mitch. Are you sure? Yes. It's fine. Well, I, just, I thought we were talking rookies. No, I was just... No, because Jacoby and Chervelin are kind of on that same bracket. Mitch but, isn't in that bracket. Okay. We'll discuss this. Okay. Um, yeah, but I, I, was, I was really, really impressed. Great result the weekend. But Tonus has got his thumb injury, so that's that. Uh, let's have a look at some of the comments on uh, before we go to a break. Um, well, can we finish MXGP before we go to a break? Yep. I'll just rattle through. Uh, Chris Cameron said, uh, you just took the words right out of my mouth, JB. Well, if you'd read that comment any earlier, you might have known what he was talking about. And I said it before, Ferrato in Jacoby. Um, Ryan G saying Jacoby. Uh, Jamie Colbrook, would Lewis rather have a job for life on the Pulp show or get double teamed for a night by Hurlins and Crowley? <laughs> Do you know what's funny about that? Do you know what's funny about that? No, you want to know what's funny about that? What? Last week I was getting accused of being a Crowley hater. Oh, and now you're, now you're in for yeah. a threesome. Yeah, it like swings so bad. It swings wow. so quickly. Uh, that is a funny one. That is, uh, he's my new friend. Like literally, all I, I really like Jamie Colbrook. All I was getting all week was um, stuff saying that. Oh, Paul Golden is put, it's red, FFS. Thank you. It's, it's pink it's red. It's not pink. It's not Honda red. It's a lighter shade of red than Honda. Call me, like, tell me wrong. Oh, here we go. Uh, just, to, just tuned in. James, have you been painting? No. No, I haven't been painting. I, I bought myself a new jumper. Did you not? The weekend in Boston. This is a very much Boston look. Thank you, Nick Morgan. Um, and I believe my daughter is watching, so the eight F words, uh, mm. Olivia will be uh, telling you off. Um, Patrell was better than... I would have thought. Um, yeah, but then he showed glimpses last year. No, he didn't. I thought At he did. no point did he show any kind of anything last I year. I thought he did. I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure in qualification at some point he showed the speed. You just pluck that one out because you know that I see hard to look that up. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it is because I'd have to go no, through it. I wouldn't have said that. I wouldn't have said that if it, if it didn't happen. There were points last year. That no, there weren't. There was. There was. He was in the top 10 once last year and he only did five right. rounds. What the hell happened to Van Horbeek? Nothing. It's because I, once again, what you did told I say me coming in? He starts well. Yeah. Well, you told me well. he starts well. But realistically, he hasn't started well. What was he, 14th? I, I put him in my MX manager team because you told 17th. me Jesus. he starts well. He does start well. Well, he, he hasn't. But he also does well at flyaways. And normally we start at flyaways. So maybe he doesn't, maybe. Maybe catch a plane to maybe England it's next a fl- time. Maybe it's the flyaways that had a big hook for him. It's not so much for start. Okay. Um, what the hell happened to Pauls? Pauls? I don't know. He was missing a number plate in the front mudguard last I saw. Not he, a good sign. He went for a little adventure. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, hold up. What do you mean, hold up? Well, bef- let's, just, let's just finish MXGP. Okay. Um, well, Covington? Or you want to get the whole of MXG yeah, done just, right now? Yeah, because there's not much left else to talk about. Okay, so uh, what, actually, before we go to Covington, I want to talk about his teammate, Flandron. 
because yep. Flandern was showing good speed on Saturday yep. in qualifying. Um, that obviously didn't translate as well on Sunday. He's he, he missed two months of riding in December okay. and January. So what was it? Sort of bike fitness? Well, you'd imagine so, wouldn't you? I'd imagine he's got did, it in did, him for one lap. Was, was that another rider you didn't talk to? No. I looked for him. What? I'm just I'm just curious now. Matt curious. Lee, Matt Lee is a hard round to do no, interviews I, at because everyone leaves quickly to yeah, catch sure. the ferry. I, I know you've got some excuses, but I'm just curious. What riders did you get post race podcasts? Evans. Great. Yeah. Sewer. Yeah. Yeah, because he put the it was a while great, great result. Yeah. Great result. And I can see why you want Sewer. Yeah, the rookie, um, the the vice world champion. I can see why you got these two. Yeah. Hold on, I'll get up the list because I can't. Not, not Crowley. No. Nope. Uh not Geyser. Nope. Um, not Hurlins. Nope. Not Vlandrin. Nope. Um Sewer, Dirk Grubel, because I didn't get Hurlins, so that's how, my how go did, to. How did Dirk ride the weekend? He's a good person to talk to. He he's a very good person to talk to. You've got, I've got to stay in touch there. Prado, got Prado? Yeah, you, you mentioned that, yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Sewer, Grubel, Evans, Koldenoff. You said I wouldn't be able to interview Koldenoff all wow. year. Wow. Thank you. Did he know that you called him a big dosser? I was almost, I, I had two things that I was going to do in the interview. Yeah. I was going to say, for comedic purposes, because the second moto, he kind of got going halfway through. Yeah. So I was going to go, oh, tell us about the second moto, because obviously you really caught fire at the end. You were dossing around a bit at the beginning, and then you kind of went and it, like, just drop it in there. Yeah. But I bottled it. And yeah. also, I was going to say, like, last question, completely random, but just, like, for, for the laughs. Yeah. What, what floor was your hotel room on this weekend? Oh. I bottled that as well, because oh. I thought you might think it's a bit weird. Oh. But which is interesting because you came back from America with massive balls, Harrop, and then you seem Hoffa, to have lost them. Harrop, Hoffer, and Watson. Well, I can see why you got Harrop. I can see why you got Ben because you love Ben. I got the same touch. And Hoffer, I bet you have both hands on. Uh, yeah. Well, I thought, I thought it was a decent group. I've never interviewed Harrop or Hoffer before. Yeah, like well done. Um, but there's obviously some interesting <laughs> stories there. I can't speak to everyone. I literally can't speak to everyone. I spoke to every person that was possible. Well, there is still Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, isn't it? I don't have time. I've pretty much had a nervous breakdown this week. Uh, well, you did send me... Why do you keep sending me pictures of somebody drowning? It's an, it's an accurate representation of how my day's going. <laughs> you type! You go on a computer and you type! What is wrong with you? I thought it was an accurate... I thought it was accurate. Picture says a thousand words. Okay, um, so Vlanderen, bit of time off the bike. Showed good promise on Saturday. I was just wondering what, what happened on Sunday, if it was just... No, I just... He got... Bike he crashed fitness on and, the, and, and stuff. He crashed on the first lap of one moto. Okay. Maybe even both motos, but he definitely did on one moto. Um, I'd imagine that would have been the one that he scored zero points in. Have you ever thought, like, taking notes I actually anything? have taken notes, but it's in the other room. <laughs> I just realised, because I've got it written down, what happened to Monticelli as well, but I can't remember. He crashed and he hurt his elbow, and he thought he was seriously injured, and then somehow that led to shoulder pain. I, th- I think a, I'm just reading through the comments here. There's a lot of people relieved that I'm going to be there this weekend. Okay, I'm sure because the state of this, this journalism from the weekend is just is is shite. Basically, we don't know what, nothing. I don't even know what the point is having a podcast. I think, I think I've actually just told you about every single rider. Who haven't I told you? What question haven't I been able to answer? Okay, um, tell me about Peter Petrov. Peter. Peter. Not Peter. I like, well, I like to call him Peter. There's nothing to say. There's literally no story there. Two point scoring rights. Well, yeah, that's what he did. There's not actually a reason. Like... Okay. Uh, what about Guilla? Tell you what, he was better than I thought. Yeah. 
maybe a bit of an insult saying five points, but he was better than I thought. So, mate, like it, it makes you realise, doesn't it? You kind of forget about these riders when they're off for a year, and then. Did you see Strybos in person? Yep. No. Okay. Uh, uh, Although it was weird seeing that yellow thing out there. It was the only Suzuki as well, wasn't it? Everyone like baffles on about how weird it is having a gas gas on the track. What about that unicorn? <laughs> it was the Suzuki unicorn. I like it. Um, okay, and let's talk about Covington. Thanks, you brought at Covington. Hmm. Not good. No? But then he crashed on the first lap of one race as well. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. And to be fair, Darian got Epstein Barr. Yeah. In the winter of last year. Yeah. And when I spoke to him in the winter of this year, he said he was over it. It was gone. But he was still building up. And like when he first started riding, he couldn't even do a full moto. Yeah. Covington got it in the middle of last year. Yeah. So I wonder if he is now in that phase of maybe it's gone, but it's still taking a bit for him to build himself up. I, I need to speak to him. I tried speaking to him as well and he was long gone. Do you know what? That's the most sense you've made on this podcast show. You, you need to speak to him. Thank you. Yeah. Well done. Um, yeah, so I just wonder that. But either way, I would have thought he would have scored points, especially around Matley. Mm. Um, do we ask about Bobashev or, or, or not about Bobashev? No, we don't. Okay. I didn't see, I didn't, I haven't seen anything or spoken to him or anything. And um, Monticelli just had a mare? I told you. Crashed, hurt his elbow, thought he was seriously injured. That led to a painful shoulder. Cool. Um, and Laranaga, for everyone who doesn't know, fractured his T7. Seven. Yes. But is up on his feet already, doesn't need surgery. So, happy days. Wow. Uh, how long is he off the bike? I don't know. I, I know. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I don't, I, don't, I don't know why you wouldn't know this well, stuff. Well, they don't know that yet. Yeah, I, it's I, two I, days I don't know. It's two days after. I don't I think just, they've really diagnosed I, that one yet. If, if anybody thinks I'm being really unreasonable You are there, being unreasonable. You do expect a lot from me. As a one-man manned. A one-man manned? Yeah, one-man manned. What's a one-man manned? Right, okay. Should we, should, we, should we go to a break? Give him a break? Yeah. Okay. We're gonna go to a break. We'll be back in in five minutes. You are listening to the MX Vice Show. Technical Touch have been supplying KYB OEM spare parts and factory kit suspension in Europe for decades. Many of the riders you see on track in the FIM Motocross World Championship are using KYB suspension from Technical Touch. Whether you are looking for factory kit suspension or KYB spare parts and oils, they have you covered. Shop now at www.technical-touch.com. Yoko have returned to top flight motocross with a bang. The Yoko Vili collection is made with racing in mind and designed to be the lightest and most flexible motocross gear on the market. Go to yokoeurope.com to locate your nearest dealer or shop online. Talon wheels have been iconic in the industry for over 30 years. Designed, built, and manufactured in the UK. Talon wheels, sprockets, and footrests, and clutch baskets are used by professional riders like Jason Anderson, Zach Osborne, and Sean Simpson. Head over to www.talon-eng.co.uk for more info. Even Strokes is the newest e-commerce store in motocross. Built by motocross enthusiasts, Evenstrokes understands your need and offers all of the products you need for a weekend at the track. Shop now for Yoko, Alpine Stars, Fast House, and more at Evenstrokes.com. Liat, protecting riders from head to toe. Check out Liat.com for more. 
Hinson is the world-leading manufacturer of clutch baskets, clutch covers, clutch discs, and springs for both dirt bikes and quads. Hinson products are used by many leading riders like HRC Honda, Monster Energy Kawasaki, KTM Factory Racing, and Monster Energy Yamaha Factory Racing. Shop for Hinson products at technical-touch.com. The MX Vice Show. We're back. Huge shout out to our sponsors. Uh, if you didn't know, uh, we got some great sponsors behind the show this this year. There's a couple of places still available. So if you're looking to get your brand or business involved with MX Vice on the podcast show, the British podcast show, uh, the website, post race podcast, any any type of thing like that, it really does help us. Uh, goes a long way to helping us get through this year. Uh, being back on our own after um, buying the business back, uh, things are very very tough, as you can imagine, um, as a, as a small business. Um, and Lewis obviously costs quite a lot of money now. He has a, a massive cocaine addiction um, since he's become a rock star. So um, I want to thank uh, the sponsors. You've listened to a couple of them in the uh, in the break there. Um, uh, Liap, one by riders such as Adam Sterry, uh, Petr Petrov, Justin Hill and Vince Fries. Uh, permanent anti-fog and bulletproof designs. These features make Liap Velocity 4.5 and 5.5 goggles a great choice at a great price. Peace of mind with perfect vision and a protection for your eyes, allowing, to, allowing you to enjoy the ride. So just want to give a shout out to Dave King at Lea. He's been uh, super supportive of everything we're doing. And um, it's great to have those guys on board this year. It's a new relationship for us. So um, uh, we all know how great Lea products are. And, uh, you know, huge thanks uh, to Dave and the team for uh, supporting us this year. Uh, we have SBS, which are going to be featuring uh, on our Stop It feature. Uh, the SBS Brakes are another brand new brand which has come on board this year uh, supporting us. Uh, the sponsors of the Monster Energy uh, Factory Yamaha team of uh, Jeremy Arno and, and Gaultier, uh, along with Sean Simpson as well with his privateer effort uh, as a team this year. Head over to sbs.dk to find brake pads, brake discs, clutch kits, and brake shoes for your street bike, racing bike, scooter, Harley, V-Twin, or ATV, UTV. Next up is Technical Touch. These guys have been super supportive of us this year. Uh, you, you may know I'm based in Belgium, pretty much uh, 90% of, of all MXGP teams are, are usually running their suspension. It's, it's that good. So they also um, uh, export uh, Hinson and, and KYB, they're the official distributor of KYB suspension, Hinson Clutch to the European market. So um, those guys have been instrumental in, um, in MX Vice getting back on our feet in, in, in up and running this year. They've been really, really good, great company. So they, uh, if you head over to Technical Touch website, they have a whole host of uh, suspension uh, parts that you can buy. Um, as well as that, they uh, are also brought Yoko back into um, into the world of motocross. So Yoko is available on evenstrokes.com. Uh, the gear is phenomenal. Really, really well put together. Um, still made in Finland. Um, fantastic gear. They've also got the limited limited edition 80s retro gear, which uh, if, if, if you're from the 80s, uh, like I was and riding the 80s, then you can't forget that gear is phenomenal. Uh, the new gear looks really, really good. So if you get a, a, get a chance, head over to uh, evenstrokes.com or yoko-europe.com now, and you can order your retro gear. Next up, these guys have been with us for around about eight years, Talon. Uh, they literally do make the best wheels out there. Hubs, rims, everything. Absolutely phenomenal. Uh, you can literally go to your local dealer around the UK or Europe, um, and you can get your Talon wheels, hubs, clutch baskets, uh, foot pegs and obviously their sprockets as well, which are which are great. 
Uh, teams using them this year are uh, Rocky Mountain ATV with Blake Baggett and Justin Bogle. Rockstar Energy Husqvarna uh, team in America with Jason Anderson, Zach Osborne, Dean Wilson. JD Gunnex KTM racing team of Adam Sterry and Jose Boutron. Sean Simpson once again. Ivani Bobashev, Joel Rizzi, uh, Josh Gilbert and Harry Kulis are all using Talon this year on the GP scene. Uh, next up is Even Strokes. Uh, we mentioned them uh, last last week. Uh, a great little motocross um, online shop. It's a new startup. The great thing about Even Strokes, they've just released today uh, a loyalty program where um, they're trying to make motocross a little bit more affordable for everybody. It's open to around about 200 customers. Um, you can get points back for for doing you know general marketing stuff for them, as well as everything you buy, you get one point back per pound you spend. Uh, and then what happens, You could, basically it's like a cashback where you can get money then off of your purchases. So what they're trying to do is make Motocross more affordable. They've just got, uh, I've just read their new blog today, um, actually uh, written by yours truly. And uh, literally, if, 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 you, if you look into it, they've got other things coming up with like ride days and everything else. What they're interested in doing is, uh, is giving back to uh, the people who support them. And last but not least, uh, we've got Alice. Alice Brace is a racer designed, racer tested, uh, and has been developed around the necks of championship winning professionals. With a development team led by former Supercross and Motocross racer Brady Sharen, Team Atlas was able to create a revolutionary device that aims to solve many of the problematic criteria that exist with net protection today. And one of the most famous riders is obviously Ryan Villapo, who's wearing the Atlas Brace. Um, thanks ever so much for those guys supporting. And as you can see, Barry is demonstrating our new seven kit there. Uh, just behind Lewis, he's uh, again on Tinder. Um, any luck on there, buddy? That was a long old time. A few comments on Facebook saying that they can see you reading off your script. Well, I can. How, how, how the hell am I supposed to remember all that? I don't know. It's not that hard. Oh. <laughs> Says you just swans around the pits and can't even get more than eight podcasts. I wasn't happy with my podcast, all right? I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. But you t- let no. me down. All you right. let the fans I'll down. Say, I'll say this, right? Eight is quite a lot still. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've started to set the bar too high for myself. Like in Indonesia last year, I got 15. I'm never, I'm not getting 15 ever again. Like, wow. like Lommel one year, I got 17. Like that's not happening. That's... Harry, Harry Leverett said, is Lewis Googling Herlin's nudes? It's a bit of an inappropriate comment. I don't think it is. I think it's bang on. Bang on the money. Mm. Yes, Harry, I think he is. Because he's definitely not doing anything constructive in here today. I spent five hours on the road. <sighs> exactly. He could have gone on a train. Um, okay, um, Ryan G is saying, how do you think Liam Everts will do in EMX 250? Did you know Liam Everts was doing EMX 250? I did not know Liam Everts was doing EMX 250. I'm starting to feel a little bit of Liam Everts hype. Really? Hmm. Like myself. Okay. Like I'm starting to become quite like, oh, oh, wow. This could be something. It's not like you getting excited about a young boy. That's not funny at all. That's way too, you're way too, like, fair, nice try. Yeah. Nice try. Yeah. Way too, like, forceful with it. Oh, okay. Like, you were, you were bringing that in, but you would, like, you weren't, you weren't just placing it in front of everyone. Yeah. You were forcing it. You're ramming it down their throats. But nice try. So. And also, a bit obvious. Forcing it and ramming them. A bit obvious as well. Ramming it down the throat. A bit obvious as well. Okay, so, sorry. I'll take that back. Decent, Apologies. Decent effort, but Apologies. execution was all right. Yes, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm starting to think. Look, this is going to be quite an exciting story to follow. Yeah. Can you imagine if he kills it and he makes, what, 250? I mean, he's going up against, like, Mattia Guadagnini, who 
is doing okay in MX2. So it's not going to win, I don't think. Great but, rider. I'm a big fan. What? Would you, say a, would you say just qualifying is a success? No, no, I don't think so. Would you say top 10 is what we consider a success? Would you say top 20 is what we... I, I would say... How old is Liam there? Is he 15? Yeah, I think so. 15. So... I would say I would consider top 10 a success. Top, but then I don't know if that's setting the 10, bar a bit too high. Top 10 would be a great result. Yeah, but that's what I mean. I don't know if I'm setting the bar too high. Because he was on a one two five literally last week. Yeah. Um, and, and then look at what Jet Lawrence... Um, you know, done over the last two years with... This is true. ...with EMX 250... So, I think if he even finished in the top 20 and got points, that's a great result. I think he's 14, not 15. Sure? I think so. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, you're not very good with ages, are no. you? No. We've, we've had this discussion many times. Um, Harry Leverett, uh, I would agree with the sponsors of the show if you were saying it off the tongue, not reading a script of how good they are. Wow. You could do better, to be fair. I could do better, you're, try, yeah. you're trying hard. There's definitely some room for improvement, but you'll get there. I could do better. The thing is, is I, I would, you know, I'd go over the sponsors in my way, and I wouldn't be able to get over about the velocity goggles and everything else. So um, I would just be saying that, you know, Talon, by far the best, you know, wheel manufacturer in the world. Fact. That is a statement. If you're not riding with the right wheel, which is Talon, then you need to have a damn hard look at yourself. Well, if you're riding with the right wheel, you've got a problem because you typically need two of them. No. Why would you say the right wheel? Because you just said it. No, the right or the left wheel. What? With the right wheel. I don't know. You've confused me now. No, you're confusing me. Oh, my God. What is wrong with you? I don't know what you're getting at. What? Uh, you've Have you been like this all day? I'm going to speak no, to your mum. You've confused me. That's fine. Piney, has he been like this all day? Please leave a comment. Um... What do you want to do then? Talk about Rex 2? Well, I think it's probably best we move on. Um, So, disappointment of Dave Van Moostyke? Wow. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We we, we were were here last... There's a few, to be fair. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Hold on. We were here last week raving about how great Van Moostyke was. Uh, I said, when I was doing my hotel thing, I said I wasn't putting him in the group with all the um, title contenders and everything. And you looked at me like I was insane. And I said, it's still his rookie season and there's going to be off weekends and stuff like that. Well, thank you. This week, he's going to bounce back. Thank you. So this week, he, would have, se- so. he would have seen what Harrop done. And he's going to say, I'm not happy with that. Good point, Harrop. Another one. This time last year, who was telling you that Harrop would be getting podiums? Yeah, I know. I, well, I remember Hawks. Was it Hawkstone last year? I don't know. When you, I, I, it was, I think it was Hawkstone last year. You spoke to Antti. Was it last year? Pretty sure it was. Or maybe the year Oh, yeah. Before. And I was telling him what a good movie it was putting Harrop in MX2 because he's fucking good. Yeah. And then it all went to shit. But oh, I knew I was calling this from years ago. Well, not yeah. years ago. A year yeah, but ago. That, but that's like me saying, oh, Liam Everett's is going to be great. Of course he's going to be great. Yeah, but this is a bit more off the. Mm, not really. Eh. But it's great to see that he's, he's come through. And, yeah. and to get a podium. That was phenomenal. From what I hear, those F- the F&H bikes are the second best bikes in the class behind KTM. Wow. I've had that from a few people. Can you imagine the amount of money that's being spent on those bikes? No. I can. Oh. And it's a lot of money. I've it's thought, a lot of investment. I presume that uh, pressure got to boost Dyke, but he was very adamant in his press release comment that it was not pressure. Okay. Which okay. makes me think it was pressure. 
Because why would you go out of your way to point that out? I I actually want to uh, just to mention on that F and H that they oh, we talked about it a lot. You know them coming in in, in what they've done in was it three years? I think it's three three four years. Maybe they've been in the paddock now, and they they started very very small and, and built up. But the setup they've got now and the infrastructure and what they put in, you know, with obviously Mark DeRuver, and um, they are a very very good team. Yeah, for sure. And literally to come from where they've they've come to, to, to where they are now is pretty I told you already, Mark DeRuver is their little gem. Yeah. Because he seems to work wonders. Did you see Mark the weekend? Did no. you manage to speak to him? No, I didn't actually no? I didn't see him. I didn't even see him at all. I didn't even see him from a distance. Okay. But, yeah. No, I'm I'm super impressed with F and H and I, I long may it continue. I hope they 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 are in the sport for for a long long time and they keep keep uh, producing. I got very excited when Buarami was leading. Um, Why? Because he was a Miami manager team. I, I said to you last oh. week he is one to watch. Well, he rode twice before Matley had six weeks off. I, he looked good, which considering his results are bloody good. Yeah, and he looked fast. You know, obviously race fitness. He was a road, he was a roadblock in the first race. Yeah, but that was race significant fitness. Race, race fitness. Yeah. But it was great. So the F&H team, they've got to be looking at that. You know, okay, um, Van Moustijk didn't, you know, we, I think we all expected him to podium or blitz and come out swinging. That kind of didn't happen, but maybe the weather and everything else didn't, didn't sort of, you know, work its way into to him being able to do that. But I think it's set up quite nicely for Valkensvard this weekend. Uh, Here's a question for you. Oh, okay, yep. Given that we've seen Harrop podium already yep and let's face it out of the three riders we would have said Harrop would have been um, probably the less experienced than the one most likely to have not got a podium and he's happened to be the first no, person to get a podium I've, the one who, I, was telling, I was telling you that Harrop was going to get on the podium last year I've never been high on Boss Rame okay well um, let's just listen to what I'm saying okay um, don't put words in my mouth <laughs> stop yourself saying something. Um so one thing I'm, I was going to ask you, what do you think the chances are? Do you think you, we're going to see all three of them on the podium this no. year? No. At once? Mm. No. No? No. Okay. No. Okay. So many things have to go right for that to happen. Yeah. It's not that's like, no. Okay. You just saw it there. Harrop was no, like, I, it's just a question. You, you would have, have said that Moose Dyke could have been on the podium with Harrop, but he didn't work out for him. It so was a question. It all I, once, is he? Um, it was a question I was, I was just interested in your um... ooh Harry Leverett's put I'm going for a Everett's top five in the sand top five I mean it is sand so that is you would think that is a good thing that is a plus in his we little... didn't actually think about that we need to get Harry on the show what because we didn't say top well, five no because oh. you mentioned about sand it's a, it's a valid point like we... well to be fair it's like Kader Wolf's first EMX 250 ride yeah would you say that Liam could Beat Kader Wolf, considering Kader Wolf's had a week, a year, an off season on a 250 and all of that. No, 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 okay, no, I don't think so. It's just checking in, yeah. No, I'm, I'm happy to, to check in, yep, answer that question. Uh, want to talk about Gertz? Yeah, yeah, I feel like no one really spoke about him pre season. Well, I, I thought we, we, you, you. Including yeah, us. I'm including us. I don't really, did we even say anything about him last week? Yeah, uh, yeah, I've been talking like on, I don't know if you want to play back the last sort of ten shows, but I've been talking about him quite a lot. Oh, well, you carry on then. No, I got <laughs> basically. I, I think I mentioned last week that he, I, I, I thought that he was running with Star Engines. 
Yeah. That's what I believed was that. I heard he had, I heard, I've heard he is, but that is all I know at this moment. Okay. So, so that's, that's good. I kind of confirmed that he is at a weekend. Right. But I don't know any more details at the moment. Yeah. Stay tuned. So, I think, uh, yeah, I, I've, I got told a little bit, but um, this was before the season. Like, obviously, can't mention names and stuff like that and too much spe- specifics. But I heard that, I don't know if it's the same level of engine as what Ferrandis is running in America, but it is a star engine. Um, so, looking at Gertz this year and what you've seen the weekend, contender? Oh, he's obviously a contender. Everyone said that beforehand. Okay. Is he going to win it? Probably not. Vial. Yeah, you're... you're mm-hmm. You know, that's not changed your mind. You no. Still... So you believe that even though he's in his rookie last, year last year, yep. he is the number one contender? I think he... Look at his starts. Yeah. Look at the way he was sprinting away with that first moto. Okay, he made some rookie mistakes, but everyone's going to do that this year. No one's going to be... Are you getting a bit too excited because there's only one round in... No, I think... I think he has a pretty if, adverse weather and pretty if he, adverse. You if know, he has a, if anyone conditions has a the weekend, if anyone has a potential to stack up some wins, it's him because he puts himself in such a good position. Okay, so um, and what about his teammate? Fucking good. That's nine. <laughs> yeah, very good. Yeah, really good. Did you expect that? No, I did eventually, but not, but not leading ten of the thirteen laps in the Moto Two. And even like leading Moto Two, he was ridiculously calm and like didn't make any mistakes, didn't freak out, like really good. So can we now start talking about basically you can put quite a few riders in the top ten on one of those well Red Bull factory bikes and they're going to do very very well. You took the piss out of me interviewing Grubel, but that's why I interviewed him. Ooh, tell me, tell so me, tell me, tell I me. Went straight in with let's. This was my first question. Okay, I went straight in with let's just cut straight to it. I don't have a clue what you're putting in this awning in the petrol war in the drinks, but you seem to just pick up riders and turn them into contenders within two months. Rene Hoffer was just phenomenal today, even maybe better than Tom Vial was at the beginning of last year, and that's saying something. Dirk replied, yeah, it's not that we work with steroids or other substances or whatever you want to call it. It's like, wow. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you for clearing that up. Yeah. Wada, check, wada. <laughs> like, Whoa. Yeah, he just said it's a great team effort. But did you know that Hoffa worked on KTM R&D side? No. He's like, he said, he really comes straight out of the KTM pipeline. He's been a test rider for KTM R&D for years. When, when did they want to mention this? Well, he's Austrian, isn't he? I guess they're just like, you're Austrian, come on over. Have a bike. Yeah. Okay. I had no idea. Yeah, I was, I was like, oh, wow. Do you think he's going to be the next Austrian world champion? Yes, looks like it, doesn't I it? I think it's a good, yeah. yeah. No, but he's going to... He'll win a GP this year. Yeah. Actually, okay, this is one thing I wanted to ask you. Or talk about. I, wonder how, I, I wonder how KTM would rate uh, Hoffer being Austrian and winning a world championship compared to oh, any other rider. Hoffer is huge for them. Hoffer is like their golden goose. I'm guessing that they're going to get like a, uh, maybe like a, a bronze Rocky Balboa of Hoffer on a bike statue that's why they wanted to, of the HQ. That's why they wanted him to stay in EMX 250 this year, because they wanted to properly, like, we are not rushing you. We will nurture your talent and, like, make sure you are 100%. Like, they want him to be good. Wow. It's big for them. Okay. Having Austrian. But, so now we've had one round. Name 
all of the riders who win a mo- one moto this year, not a GP moto. Yeah, but we, we've talked about this. No, like, we didn't do it for MX2 last week. I don't think. So name someone. Name every, But now we've had one round. Who? Well, so so you want me to reel off who's going to win a race? This? Yeah, moto, okay. not GP because that's different. Obviously. So just a moto. Yeah. So either what race one or race yeah. two. Right. That, there's twenty riders. No, there's not. Yeah, there is. Right. So Gertz. Yep. Biao. Yep. Uh, Beaton. Yep. You don't Hoff. think Harrop wins? No. A moto. Not yet. No. Uh-huh. Hoffer. So you think Hoffer does, but Harrop doesn't? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stand by that as well. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad you're glad you're okay, David. Uh, Olsen. Yep. Van Moosdyke. Yep. Muse. I'm going to say Muse. I don't care what you say, but that kid's going to win win a, a race. Okay. okay. So Harrop, no. Yep. Muse, yes. Yes. Okay, just so I know where you're lying yep. thinking's up. Yep. And it wouldn't surprise me. Harrop. No, listen, it wouldn't surprise me if we see Muse on a podium this weekend. Okay. Harrop was just on a podium, so I don't know why you're acting like that validates your claim that he wins and Harrop doesn't. Yeah, okay. Um, adverse weather. Um, it was sunny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Boirami. Renault. So everyone wins a motor then. Uh, Watson. Um, mm, I'm going 10. 10 riders. That's my 10. I'll go. I can't see anybody else out of those. Yeah. I'm, that's, that's, I think that's pretty bang on. Anybody disagree with, with, with that? Post, post comments online. I will, I will go Gertz, Vial. Gertz, Vial, Harrop. Gertz, Vial, Harrop. Beaten. Beaten. Hoffer. Yep. Olsen. Yeah. Moose Dyke. Yeah. Ben. Oh, I was thinking two less than me. Yeah. Right, so who? So you didn't pick, so you, you don't think Renault's going to win? No. Really? Yes. Did you, did you pick Ferrato? No, but Albi Fever is going to happen this year. Hashtag Albi Fever. All right. Enjoy that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to spend some time with him this weekend. Spreading like coronavirus. Yeah. A lot of fuss. No, he, he's on it. He's good. And I'll tell you what, Valkensvard this weekend, he's going to be very, very good. Because last year was his debut in MX2 last year. That's all you're going off, though. And he rode bloody well. He was, go- he was good there last year, so he's going to be good there this year. Of course he is. It's going to be well different this weekend. Why? Last year it was what, quite... different sand? No, last year it was quite dry. I think it's been quite wet in Holland lately. Oh, really, Mr. Weatherman? Yeah. So I think it'll be quite deeper and a very different Valkensvard talk we had last year. Okay. Still sand. Hopefully not as cold as 2018. Holy shit, no. Well, that one. Um, uh, Harry Leverett, I agree. Hoffer does, but not Harrop. Harrop wins a moto. Harrop impressed me in the first moto because he actually moved forward to get third and didn't, like, crash his brains out. Oh, uh, Piney's chipped in as well. Well, don't. I Hello, don't Piney. Care. And Piney's just said, try his whole life. So thank you, Piney. Well, I ridiculous. share the pain. Fuck my life. Um, ten. Well done. You just rang <laughs> nice round figure of ten, and your mum's listening. Well, um, we've kind of didn't give Gertz enough talk. No, we didn't. Um, so given that we know he's got the engine, and we know he's got the speed, but we don't see the consistency. No, I just feel like I don't know. I still rate Vial and Olsen above him for the title, title wise. For different reasons. I don't know. Olsen for consistency, Vial for just generally putting himself in a good position. Did, did you manage to speak to Olsen the weekend? No. Oh, what? <laughs> Literally, do you really... Do you, Rob, I, what is the point? I'm so sorry that I didn't manage to talk to every fucking rider. But 
When I go, I do. No, you don't. I do. You literally don't talk to anyone. You, all you do is talk to the mechanic because none of the riders know who you are or want to talk to you. Yeah, they do. As you waddle in with your walking stick. And you're eight. <laughs> and, and you're now, you're, you're now, that's what they call music, two CDD. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised you even know what that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least I didn't walk around with my little schoolboy shorts on. And, and Roger DeCosta asked me if I wanted a fucking... Wow. Well done for going back to 2013 for that insult. Autograph. Jesus, that's really hit me hard. 2013 was almost like seven years ago now. Yeah. Well, at least I ain't got a vagina. Wow. Not very funny, are you? Um, what was that comment we had last, year, last week? James always failing to be funny? Relevant. I don't even try to be funny. I try to be insulting. There's a difference between quite a lot of trying there. No, there's there's a difference between insulting and being funny. I'm just I'm all out of insulting. You definitely are expecting laughs. You in your head right now, you think people are sat at home absolutely having a whaler time. No. Yep. No, I'm just no that by look on your face, you're irked. And that makes me happy. So you're just trying so you're just you're just saying these things to be a hurtful person. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy to say that. All right. And if if you want this on on this is bullying in the workplace, then um, I I don't feel like I'm bullying you. At least when I take you to court now, I've got firm proof. You've literally just admitted it. And think... after hours as well. I'm here after hours. Well, you've had a half day. I was meant to clock off at five. You've had a half day. You spent a half day in a car. Yeah, to get here. <laughs> well, move closer. No, the, I've decided to come up with a plan for that. Yeah, there's a Bristol airport where you can fly to GPs from. It's like no, half an hour down the road. I'm not living anywhere near here. Why not? Anyway, anyway. It's about time you moved out. Piney keeps messaging me all the time saying, can you please get me a place to stay? What we're doing is we're moving a podcast studio bet- halfway between us. Are we? Yes. I think that makes sense. N- that makes no sense. For you, a lot of sense for me. Right. Should we talk about Ruben Fernandez or what? Yeah, he actually might have been my most impressive rider in MX2. Well, it's a good job I brought him up. Did you chat to him? No. No, of course you didn't. Why, why would I chat to him? I don't know. I yeah, doubt cause... he even speaks that good English. Yeah, well, what floor is he on? Four. In the janitor's room. So on did, a makeshift so, mattress. So let, let's, let's go down this. Did you speak to Gertz? Why? Uh, no, 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 you, no. Please, I've please hold. I've told you who I interviewed. Please hold. Did you speak to Gertz? I've told you who did I interviewed. Did you speak to Vial? I actually told you who I interviewed. You spoke to Harry. Did you speak to Beaton? No, and I'm gutted because like Beaton. Uh, you spoke to Hoffer? Yep. Okay. What was his English like? Yeah, quite good. He was quite happy to have an MXI's podcast as well. Was he? He was well aware, like... He heard of us. Yeah. That's Obviously cool. he's heard of us, but he was well aware of, like, Never post-race know. podcasts and quite happy to Never be know. on it. Did you speak to Ferrato? No. No. Olsen? No. no. Van Moustak? No. Muse? Boirami? Renault? You do realise that by the time that I do interviews, MX2 riders have had an hour and a half to leave for track. Uh, I... I I don't know. I, I don't know what you do, but the great thing is we're going to have an employee evaluation this weekend. I'm going to be there and I can see what the hell's going well, on. Well, Vulcan saw two years ago and he got free interviews, so that's like, that doesn't happen again. Clearly, you're going to be right pissed off. Yeah. Well, at least I'm there to support Sean and Wes anyway. 46 minutes of interviews. Not good enough? Well, I think it's because you speak to him and, and, and you try and be funny beforehand. So no, I actually don't. I actually get in and out. Anyone would have vouched for that. I get, when I do interviews, I'm literally just press stop and I run off because next rider. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so I've said 10. You're saying eight riders are going to take wins this year. Yeah. What about GP wins? GP wins. I'll go Gertz, Vial, Beaton. 
I still say Hoffa. Yeah, I reckon Hoffa. Yeah. At the end, somewhere. Turkey. Hoffa wins Turkey, I reckon. Um, also, Moose Ben. Yeah, I guess it's a similar list, really, isn't it? I've just taken Harrop off. Yeah. Of my one, anyway. Nah, no, that was a bit of a dead, dead yeah. one, wasn't it? Was, yeah. Shit idea. Um, okay, so any standout riders this weekend, MX2-wise? Who kind of like... Harrop? Beaton was good. Beaton did look good. Beaton was good. Beaton will win very soon. And and was there many people talking about um, Beaton hype? There was. Yeah? Be- Beaton, Beaton is going to surprise people. Okay. Mm-hmm. I genuinely, I feel like he, was, he could have won that GP. And if he had won the first GP, that would have been up okay. there on the level of like exciting first round winners. Okay. Who finishes higher? Um, Beaton or Olsen? Olsen. I've just told you, Olsen's consistency. Okay. okay. I see Olsen's consistency maybe winning out, but just... Where, well, on, on what sort of, you know, um, regarding the injuries and that lot, um, where is Olsen uh, currently, like, on percentage Well, he started riding Wednesday, so... Okay. But that's kind of it, isn't it? So to, pick up, so to pick up 26 points, that's a great result. Yeah, second one was well decent, I thought. Same with Ben, though. Ben rode twice before the race. And his first moto was similar to Olsen's second moto. The only difference is he didn't score in the second race. But okay. then he lost his back break on that one. So what are uh, you going to do? Let's talk about um, the Australians. Go ahead. Uh, Mitch? No, no, no. Oh. MX2. Um, what about Dixon's recruit? Yeah, that wasn't as good as I thought. Panic button yet? Or? No, not at all. Okay. He was all right in the second race, wasn't he? Yeah, 13th was all right. If okay. it had gone 13-13, then that would have been like in line with what you would expect. Or now, want. one thing I was going to talk to you, because you, obviously you know I'm, I'm heavily in with hashtag Team Green. And, um, I haven't seen one bit of content are you riding that bike. Well, have you looked out the window? There's not anything open. I don't, I don't know. What, where, where do I ride? Around the car park? Florida. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm going to have to emigrate soon if I want to ride my bike. It's not going to be your bike soon. When are they taking it off you? Not, September? Well, they're, they're going to upgrade me to a factory edition. Oh, okay. Um, Kawasaki don't do factory editions, but well, moving on. actually, they contacted me today to see if um, uh, I was available for um, a test ride to, to test a new bike out. And I was like, look. What, test how slow you have to go to fall no, over? No, it's like we've got, uh, you know, we've got test riders for that. I, I can't spend my time testing bikes for you. So. <laughs> oh, you are just a bit of a pain in the arse, aren't you? Harrison was a disappointment. Yeah, that's not going very well. Vassen, I give a mulligan because... Why? This is his first race back since breaking his neck and losing feelings, so you know it might take him a bit of time. Okay. Well, pretty, pretty good yeah, excuse. Yeah, might take him a bit of time to get the, yeah. what, the bugs out. Um, what about Nathan Crawford? He was good, apart from that crash in the first moto, but had he not had that crash in the first moto, he would have been decent. Okay. He'll get on the podium at some point this year, I would think. Uh, baby Malkowicz is dealing with a knee injury. Not sure how bad. Okay. But that's going to hold him back a little. So Alvin Usland is just as average as I said he was last week when you told me I was crazy. Yeah, I was a little bit disappointed. I wasn't. That's exactly what I thought he'd do. Um, can we talk about the, the Gas Gas guys in MX2? Yeah, sure. I because, can't give you much, but... So... Oh. Can <laughs> What the hell do you do? <laughs> I don't so, know. So are they running factory KTMs with red plastics. Oh, yes. A factory team. Gas Gas. The team name is Diga Procross 
Gas Gas Factory Juniors. But I'm guessing it's not the same factory bike as Viauen Hoffer with red plastics. I would presume no. Well, that, that's, <laughs> maybe yeah. when you spoke to Dirk, I don't know. I don't, maybe think, I don't know. think he would. I don't think. Asking, I'm guessing he probably does. How would asking the KTM team manager help me with Gas Gas? Oh, They're pre- different manufacturers. You're such a dick. <laughs> I doubt he would not have commented on the gas gas bikes because that's kind of admitting something. Well, yeah, but I want to know. Right. I, I want to know whether Sidow is on the same type of bike as, as Viao. All right, I'll find out this weekend. Well, I, it's not just me. Is there anybody else who wants to know? Sidow. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. What's, yeah, Jeremy. What? MX2 Jeremy, oh. we'll call him. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, wanna, I, I really want to know. Who wins um, MX2 this weekend? Because it is generally wide open. And also, VL wasn't very good at Volkswagen last year. Uh, Gertz. Mm. No, that's just going to be weird seeing a red plate on a Yamaha, isn't it? I am going to. This is my. This is what I'm going to go for this weekend. Are we doing that yet? No. Yeah, go on. Can I? Yeah, go crack on. Okay. Well, probably should have done MXGP as well, shouldn't we? Nah, you crack on. Okay, I, I'm going to go for Gertz. Uh, I'm going to go for. Uh, 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 I'm going to go I'm going to go I'm going to go Controversial Gertz Vial Muse Muse is good at Vulcan's well. I believe Practice last year he was going purple in lots of sectors so speeds yep. Um Well I, it tickles me whenever you say somebody's gone purple because it's like, what, like are they being squeezed? <sighs> Jesus Christ. Do you have to go this weekend? Yeah. Do you think maybe there's an option for you to stay home? No, I'm going this weekend because I think I need to go to do employee evaluation because obviously, I don't know what you've been doing there, swanning around. Got a lot on my plate. Yeah, obviously. You you didn't show up at a weekend, so I had to do lots of meetings and stuff that you would normally do. So I was actually doing two people's jobs. Oh, okay, that old chestnut. Right, yeah, okay. Um... I don't know. Vial wasn't that good at Vulcan Squad last year, but I think he'll win. Just because start... Really? Hmm. No. But it's hard to bet against Vial because he's more than likely going to get a whole shot and he's good enough when no... He's good enough to manage a race and stop anyone from catching him. Also, he was um, better at Lommel than he was Vulcan Squad. So his sand riding clearly came up. Yeah, he was fourth overall at Lommel, tied for second overall. Tied for second overall, first overall was Prado. Boom. There you go. There you got it. First overall. Nah. Vial? No. Vial? I want to put either Olsen or Watson second overall, but I don't know if it's too soon. Too soon. I don't know. I think they'll show glimpses, but I think they get tired. Mm, maybe too soon. Uh, yeah. You, yeah. Ooh. I want to, though. Okay. Uh, but then I'll... Mm, yeah. It's difficult, isn't it? Because how's... Harrop's good in the sand. Moose, okay, nope. Vial, Moose Dyke, Gertz. Vial, oh shit, I forgot about Moose Dyke. He's going to be good. Vial, Moose Dyke, Gertz. Gertz will have a Gertz will go like 9 1 or something. Because the red plate will fuck with his head a little bit in the first one, I reckon. I just wonder whether Vial has a wobbly this weekend and doesn't actually make the podium. What reason does he have to have a wobbly? I don't know. I can just feel it. Right. Um, thanks for that. Are you happy with MX2? Am I happy? Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy with them all. They all did well. Great show. Good for them all to show up. They all did all right. 
what was, uh, I don't know if, uh, we, we've talked about it on pre- previous years, but 40 on the line. Again. Oh my God. Stop being one of these people. We've had 40 on the line at lots of GPs over the last couple of years. It was 2013, 2014 when we were in the black era where we were having like 26 people on the line. That's long gone. We're quite used to 40 on the line now. It's quite normal. 38 OET riders as well. Brilliant. We're quite used to 40 on the line now. It's fine. It's not a surprise. Do we want to talk about the age run, how this is all impacted to the point it's, where we've got no, now... No, it's fine. It's nothing new. Quality. I'm, I'm no? kind of bored. Oh, we've got 40 riders on the line. Yeah, we do typically at these GPs. It's only when we go to China and places that we don't. Yeah, well... And normally, we'll have... If we don't have 40, we'll have like 38, and that's because some people had a spot but got injured. Like, it's not... The days of 26 riders at Vulcansward was like 2013, 2014. Long time ago. Get with a programme. Okay. Um, you won't actually, even... someone's just made a good point. Barrels Barley has put... Take the drone change. I think we've actually got a drone which I can actually get to follow you around the pits, which will help my, with my employee evaluation. So you'll be busy this weekend then, clearly doing constructive things. Yeah, watching the screen. Yeah. See what you're doing. I think it's about time. I think you just had the lay of the land for too long. Look at you now, swanning around, getting half-assed interviews, not even finding out the right information. I just found out lots of information. The only thing you've brought to this podcast is that there's a fleck of pink on the gas gas. (laughs) Brilliant. Well done. It's not bloody pink. It's It's red. red. It's not as red. It is not as red as this can of Coke, and it is not as red as a Honda, which is a pinky red. Yeah, whatever. Um... Rob, are we ready to go to a break? Wait, do you want to do MXGP predictions quick? Just to crack that one. Crack that one out? Yeah. Okay. Go on then, you crack one out. Um, Herlins? Yeah. Caroli? Geyser? Not Paulan? No. Okay. <laughs> Not Simpson? No. I've, I've given you my top three. Clearly none of the other riders have made my top three. So you're just going boring? Well, it's not really boring, Just the most it? obvious. It's, oh, it's realistic. Boring, isn't it? What about the cell? He'll be fourth. Paul Lamb will be fifth. Jonas will be sixth. Jazakonis will be seventh. Really? Mitch will be eighth. Simpson will be ninth. You're welcome. Um, can, can I just... What about Jeremy? Oh, shit. Boom! That was cringy. Yeah. Um... I uh, mentioned that one. Can I have that as a little soundbite as well, Rob? Ooh, we'll, put him, we'll put him in above Paul Ann. So he'll be fifth. Paul Ann will be sixth. Well, actually, no, I'd like to change. DeSalle fourth, Sewer fifth. Jonas sixth. Jezakonis seventh. Paul Ann eighth. So, hang on. Where's, where's Jeremy? Fourth. fourth. Okay. No, fifth. DeSalle's fourth. So DeSalle beats Jeremy? Yes. Okay. There you go. Okay. Right. Look at me just bringing in the effort there. You haven't even given your top three. Mitch, one, two, and three, just going to sweep the podium. They're going to just give him everything. They're even going to give him the WMX trophy because he's that good. We're going a little bit over <laughs> the top now, aren't we? Literally, your life revolves around Mitch. What happened is a rider spoke to you. You got a little flutter, and now you just can't, like, you can't take your eyes off him. You're just gutted. And then this weekend, when you walk past him, you're, you're like, everyone will, I'll be like, oh, look, there's James walking towards Mitch. Oh, they're good. Sounds like they're good mates. James will probably stop and say hello. And you'll just yeah. walk past and be like, hi! And then just scatter off, because, oh my God, oh my God, I can't believe I spoke to Mitch. Yeah. 
Realistic. Well um, <laughs> I'm not going to say. So, Jacoby, no. To win? No, top 10? Again? No. No, he's done, no. His, he's done his ninth, and that's it. He's he checked won't be out top 10 now. this weekend. Okay. Um, Simpson? I said I put him ninth or 10th. Okay. Okay, yeah. Uh, Bogus. What? What are we doing here? I'm just talking, I'm just thinking of Sam Riders that you've dismissed out of the top 10. Bogus. Bogus has done nothing in MXGP. Okay. He's barely, he's been in the top 10 like three times. Okay. Okay. He's Just, not going to do it this weekend when it's stacked. Okay. Right. Um, one, one person, what, what about Van, Van Horby? What about him? Not top 10? Mm, 11th or 12th. Okay. One rider, I think, who... I left Coldnoff out, didn't I? Yeah, you're having, a, you're having an absolute mare, aren't you? Okay, I'll put Coldenoff in. I'll put Coldenoff in there somewhere. What, Big Dosser in somewhere? It'll be in like 6th, 7th. Yeah? Yeah. Interesting to see what Coldenoff does this weekend, actually. Last time we were in the Netherlands, he went 1-1. So yeah. is, is a 5th place going to be acceptable? Or are we all expecting more? Or could he just sweep I think the hype. I think the hype brigade... Hype brigade... Hype brigade... Jesus. I think the hype... <laughs> I think the hype brigade. Why can't I say brigade? I think. The well, you just said it, you did. No, but I can't say it after hype. I think the hype brigade kind of want more than that. Yeah, well done. I think they want more than that. Okay. I think they want more. I think yeah. I don't think people. Are, I don't think people will settle for a fifth overall for Coldenoff. But as I've said all along, that's pretty much where he fits in. Okay, I'm going to go. Um, Herlin's Coldenoff, of course. And after I mentioned Coldenoff, you're now just going to drive that one home. And Crowley. <laughs> Yes. And um, a notable mention, notable mention, towards Adam Sterry getting top 15. I feel like you're underestimating how good Sterry is. I don't feel like he deserves a pat on the back for points because I feel like he's better than that. Well, so, you, so I'm saying top 15. You actually think Adam Sterry can go top 10, but you've not mentioned him. He, will, he can be... And, and no, you've not mentioned Coldenhoff. And you know, so basically your top 10 is now top 12. No, I just all I'm saying is I feel like... Oh, I think you need to sit back and think about what's just happened. I feel like... All I'm saying is I feel like it's a bit patronising to say congratulations on his see, first points because I feel like see, he is good enough when now, we don't expect Now you're that. just trying to find ways. To what? Piss me off. Well, that's, that's what you're doing. No, but do you not agree? No, I don't. I, fourth, was he fourth in the points last year? Fifth in the points? Sixth in the points? One of those. Sixth, I think. Yeah. Sixth in MX2 points. Yeah. I feel like we can presume that he will get points in MXGP. Yeah. I don't feel like we need to like... I'm not saying that. But, but you said congrats. Right, okay. So let's just... I said this to, just, a, I just, said this to a rider the other, recently. Who was it? Oh, no, I said it. I'll tell you what I said this about. St. Louis, Supercross... All comes back to Supercross, of course. Justin right. Brayton won the LCQ. Forget that. We're no, not talking no, Supercross. Kind of We're not talking Supercross. Right, let so me just finish this. Does, did Flanderen beat Sterry last year? In the points? No. Oh. Does Flanderen beat Sterry in races last yeah, year? Yeah, he did occasionally. Occasionally? He did. Just occasionally? Not 100% of the time. A, a lot of the time. Yeah. Why don't you I check the results, stat boy? By the way, it was, I'd say it was 60-40. 50-50-60-40. Why don't you check the results, stat boy? I can't be asked. No, because you know I'm right. No, <laughs> I can't check the you results. know I'm right. I can't be asked because it's a bit of work and Vlanderen was so, out injured for a lot so of So Vlanderen was tw- 23rd, Sterry was 21st in the overall classification. Both riders, both riders are going to be way higher, not way higher, but both riders don't need congratulating for getting points. Jonas, 18th. 
literally rode without a mudguard. Literally came around with half of his bike missing. Still had another mudguard, didn't he? I'm just saying that. And behind him, uh, Stroibos, Van Donick, Goal, Monticelli. Yeah, all Boutron, riders. Yeah, Barbashev. Brilliant. All riders that they should be beating. Okay. But do you think they should be beating Brian Bogus? Yes. Steri and Vlandrin are both better riders than Bogus. So, in theory, then, they underperformed this weekend. No, I'm not saying they underperformed. I'm saying... No, you are. No, 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 you're now twisting no, this into me sounding nothing. like a dick. Bogus got 15th. You said they're both capable of beating Bogus, yeah? yeah? So they underperformed no, this weekend. I'm, all this boils down to, it's quite simple, really. You're yeah, taking it, it quite deep. No, no, it's pretty simple. Bogus finished 15th. They underperformed because they didn't beat Bogus because no, you just said take, they beat Bogus. because no, you've taken it too deep. All I'm saying is, you said honourable mention, congrats to Adam Sterry for scoring two points. And I'm saying, I don't feel like he needs that honourable mention because he, he himself expects himself to be okay. getting points. Okay. We all expect him to be getting points. Okay, Bogus 15th, no problem. Okay, yeah. I don't know okay, what you're whatever. trying to get at. Trivelin. Should they be beating Trivelin? They will do, yes. But Trivelin got 13th. And nine times out of 10 this year, I'm sure they'll both beat... Chervelin, especially once they saying, get... Okay, what you were saying, okay what you were Sterry saying, and Vlandering both beat Chervelin this weekend. All you're doing... Fact. Is, no, all you're doing is picking up pieces to what suits you. <laughs> I'm literally making a valid point. You know, it's no different. I made you the same no, point in St. Louis this no, year. Oh, we need to get an ad for a No, break. I need to... He's, tell, he's, he's cut it, Rob. I made this same point in St. Louis this he's year. He's gone red. Because Justin Brayton won the LCQ and he got up on the podium for his interview and the announcer went... Justin, congrats on that LCQ win. And I turned to whoever was next to me. I think it was Max. And I went, it's a bit insulting, isn't it, to congratulate him on his LCQ win because he would hear that and be like, uh, I don't even want to be in the LCQ and I'd expect myself to win it. Like, it's not congratulations. It's like, it's like business, isn't it? Like, wins win. I don't feel, I just felt the same. I just, I don't know. Rob, if you, if you won, you'd be happy, wouldn't you? But Rob isn't expected to win. Harsh <laughs> as that sounds. How'd you know? <laughs> Rob was in a DJ competition, he'd win. Okay, but still, my point stands. If I he's in the last chance bit... qualification for a DJ competition, he won the last I chance. I feel like it's a bit... You'd be happy. You'd I feel like... Win, you, Rob? I feel Rob like it's take a... it, he's nodding. I feel like it's a bit... Pa- I just feel like it's patronising to congratulate these... Like, they are world-class riders. I... World... Yeah. You Thank know what? you. Thank you, you just answered yeah, me. Yeah, but you're world congratulating class a world-class rider on finishing... On getting two points. What, when Monticelli was running top five last year and he got 27th overall? Ran top five rarely. Oh, kiss my on ass. On occasion. Kiss my ass. We are, but I'm going to find Steri on Friday yeah. and say, walk up to him, I'm not going to say anything, and I'm just going to go, congratulations you- on your two points. And when he looks at me with a death stare, like, what the fuck? That's not worth congratulating me over. No, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll hold your <laughs> arms as Steri headbutts you next what? week. No, because I'm saying good things. I'm saying good things. You're the one who's being patronising and underestimating what he can do. Let, let's just think about who's making more sense. That's <laughs> ridiculous. You didn't even put Colden off in a top 10 this That's week. That's not been to do with any of this. You're now just clutching at straws. No, I'm not. Right, let's go to have a break. I've had enough, Rob. That's it. I actually can't believe Just, I just can't believe it. I don't even know what I'm doing here. You are listening to the MX Vice Show. Talon Wheels have been iconic in the industry for over 30 years. Designed, built, and manufactured in the UK. Talon Wheels, sprockets, and footrests, and clutch baskets are used by professional riders like Jason Anderson, Zach Osborne, and Sean Simpson. Head over to www.talon-eng.co.uk for more info. Even Strokes is the newest e-commerce store in motocross. 
built by motocross enthusiasts, Evenstrokes understands your need and offers all of the products you need for a weekend at the track. Shop now for Yoko, Alpine Stars, Fast House, and more at Evenstrokes.com. Liat, protecting riders from head to toe. Check out Liat.com for more. Technical Touch have been supplying KYB OEM spare parts and factory kit suspension in Europe for decades. Many of the riders you see on track in the FIM Motocross World Championship are using KYB suspension from Technical Touch. Whether you are looking for factory kit suspension or KYB spare parts and oils, they have you covered. Shop now at www.technical-touch.com. Yoko have returned to top flight motocross with a bang. The Yoko Vili collection is made with racing in mind and designed to be the lightest and most flexible motocross gear on the market. Go to yokoeurope.com to locate your nearest dealer or shop online. Hinson is the world-leading manufacturer of clutch baskets, clutch covers, clutch discs, and springs for both dirt bikes and quads. Hinson products are used by many leading riders like HRC Honda, Monster Energy Kawasaki, KTM Factory Racing, and Monster Energy Yamaha Factory Racing. Shop for Hinson products at technical-touch.com. The MX Vice Show. We're back. Uh, welcome back, Lewis. I've just text um, an Adam Sterry. Yes. Saying, random question, but go with it. Yep. If someone congratulated you on scoring points at the weekend, what would your immediate reaction be? So, hold on tight. Okay. we're about to get an answer. Oh, wow. Look at you. <laughs> Look at you. Yeah. Just got, got your big spoon out. I don't know. Well, I haven't mentioned it. big, big bowl. No, I, I don't know how it is. I'd go against me. Well, I didn't know it was coming down to, to us now texting riders. So I'm just asked a question. So basically, every time you bring something up, that's controversial. No, because I haven't, I haven't called you a dick or anything. I'm just interested to see. No, so 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 now it's fair game now. Well, is John, it? If you want, I can send a positive text and text Mitch saying, "By the way, James is coming this weekend. Seems to have a slight issue with you. Not um, pro- not bad or anything. Just might try and hump your leg." So that's two now. You've got you've got. Any. So <laughs> I would actually text him that. I said I could. No, no. That's, that's, Adam, serious typing. Okay. I bet. Um, so, uh, thank you to the sponsors, uh, supporting us once more. Uh, and we're up to questions now. <laughs> Lewis is getting very excited. <laughs> well, this is interesting. I don't uh, know how this is going to go. I'm a bit nervous. Okay. Um, so, we're up to uh, ask anything. Uh, MXY sponsored by Liat. Liat, protecting riders from head to toe. Check out liat.com for more. Ooh. Right, Lewis. You typing a while. Wow. <laughs> um, maybe he's listening, and he's probably just thinking you're at that. No, because I'm saying good things. You're the one who's being patronising. Okay, uh, let's go through the questions because there's some more questions coming in as well, which I want to talk to you about. Um, what have we got this week? We've got a text from Adam. Smith. Oh, for God's sake! What did, what did Adam say? Don't leave us in suspense. I don't know what. Basically, there's a, there's a little bobble, but basically he'd say, I'd just say scoring a couple of points isn't my goal. Okay. Which is what I was saying. Not really. That's exactly what I was saying. No, no. I was saying that isn't where he, that isn't where he's... Do, do you know what? You could be the world's best negotiator because you can literally twist anything. Unbelievable. No. No, it is. Are we going to do the questions or not? Yeah, sure. You're letting Dave King down and Leah. No, all I'm... Adam Surrey, Leah Athlete, ties in perfectly. 
That's exactly what I was saying. Okay. He scoring. It's like if you came up to me this weekend and but, when. But if I, I, okay, this weekend uh, I interviewed. You're not going to leave us alone, are you? If I interview Herlins this weekend and afterwards you go, oh, congratulations on interviewing Herlins, I, I'd go, well, that's not like, that's not really. Why are you congratulating me on that? I, 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 I think you're taking this the wrong way. I'm saying this is his debut in MXGP. But he's just and he's got goal. point scoring. But it, it, you, did you say in your debut at MXGP or, or <laughs> I said halfway that, I through said the year? Again. I didn't, halfway say, through I didn't year. say if someone congratulates you on scoring points in 2024, what will your reaction be? Uh, what I'm saying is first GP, bad conditions, everything else, and he gets points in MXGP in I'm just first saying race. That. I'm just saying it. Like, I'm congratulating not, him is a bit I'm, patronizing. I'm not saying eight rangs down. <laughs> I don't think I'm being patronizing at all. I'm thinking, well done for picking up points in, in what is a freaking difficult, difficult class. Literally 27 riders there, which are all, you know, most of them can literally run top 12. Sorry, you're boring me. Yeah, honestly. I, I, the funny I'm, thing is, you're following me back to Worthing tonight, aren't you? Like, literally, you're dry. You might. Oh, are you going to pump me you, off a road? Yeah. <laughs> oh, 100%. <laughs> yes. Um, um, it's, it's a long way to Valkensvard. That's all I'm saying. It's bullshit. Yeah. And the funny thing is, I, I don't always feel confident enough that I am right. You're not. I right. am so confident that I'm right you're, here. You're I'll not, fight you to the death. You're not. I'm, I'm happy to fight, but you're not right. 100%. Adam Sterry. Yeah. Congratulating him on a point or two points is patronizing. Because what? he's better. But he's, for he is of a level where he would expect more from himself, as we found out, and you should hold him in a higher regard. That's what okay, I'm saying. Okay, so, so is it better then? Maybe right, you were just being a nice old man and handing out congratulations to so, everyone. So like, oh, I was very proud so of just, him. So weekend. let's just put this to bed. Well done, Adam, for turning up. It's not good enough. <laughs> that's um, not what I'm saying at all. No, that's exactly what you're There's saying. There's a middle ground between that and, congr- and a special honourable mention. Well, let's, let's just uh, agree to move on. Let sleeping dogs die? Lie? Don't let them die. That's a bit dark. Coronavirus? <laughs> there, needs, there needs to be a new host. I, this is not good for my mental well-being. I actually came oh. in today, uh, you know, literally driving oh. the business forward, and I spend one day with you. You haven't spent a day with me. I've only been here three hours. Exactly. <laughs> and, I, and now I just want to sell the business and go. Right, come on. Are you going to do these questions or not? Um, okay. Uh, Jordan Vaughan, how much is Monster paying you? To put them drinks on display. Funny. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> uh, nothing at the moment. Um, we so do have a contract at Monster. We do have a contract at Monster, yeah. And, and, to, be, and to be fair, we're, we're, we've got some uh, good ties with the company. Um, Jao, who, who runs a motocross side, is... Uh, we actually do quite a lot with Monster. He's a good guy, yeah. And also, um, uh, Simon's uh, a real good friend of, of mine and, and, and friend of the show, so... I'd have to say he's a better friend of mine now than he is yours. No, I think he's not. Um, so, uh, yeah, we, we're actually, I don't know if, if people do know, but we, we um, produce all the monster uh, energy videos from Motocross. So, MXGP. MXGP, sorry. Um, so that's down to Sean and Wes Ogden, the two brothers. They, uh, they do actually do a lot of the, um, the monster uh, energy Motocross um, MXGP work. Right, should we get on with these questions? Please, do we need to play, Do we need to play this intro again? Uh, it, yes, from the it. top. From the top. Okay. Oh, that's, <laughs> no, that's not my phone. Liat, 
protecting riders from head to toe. Check out liat.com for more. Damn you, Siri. Uh, Stuart Cause on Facebook. Yes. Said, do those MX2 races make it even harder to predict a winner? What's the most GP winners in one MX2 season? I can see that getting beat this year with so many riders with the potential to win. Well, we talked about this. Yeah. So I think I was going with 10 and but you were going with 8. I don't know if it makes it harder to predict a winner. It does maybe week to week, but I still... What I saw from V out is worrying in a sense of it turning into a snoozer. Okay. When he was running away with that first moto, all I was thinking was, oh no. Well, I was going to ask you, um, from, from what you've seen the weekend, in, 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 I know it's only round one and da 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 da, but out of those riders, what you've seen, who do you think is possibly could get their first win and then run with it? and actually just start to put the pieces together. Well, out, out of the, those top three or four, which rider do you think is most likely to get a, cup, get a win or two wins under his belt and then suddenly go into Prado mode? Well, Olsen and Biao are the only ones who have won before. Okay. So literally anyone else, everyone else is getting their first win. Yeah, so it's but, kind of an impossible question. Okay, no. I would say Vial, but then he's already won, so I guess he doesn't answer. I, I don't, I mean, I'll rephrase it. Who, who out of there, whether they've won or before, they get their first win. Vial. Okay, we won't play this game. Well, that's my answer. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. You know, on a game show, when they ask the person, on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, when Jeremy Clarkson asks a question and then they're like, C. Have you actually. And, and the guy's. Hang like, on a minute. Hang on. Hang on. Have you ever watched a game show? Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Have you actually ever watched that? Yeah, Jeremy Clarkson's funny on it. Actually, I watched the first one because I heard he ripped a person to shreds and it was quite funny. Right. Okay. But anyway, was that your pers- first ever game? The person show, doesn't or? go. Uh, my final answer is C, and he goes, "Oh my god, we're not playing this game." If you're just going, <laughs> which basically you've just done. Okay. Um, Richard MX Brown said in this week's post race podcast, "Yes, Dirk Gruber was giving his opinion on the first GP being at a risky weather track. Sounds like he was cut short. What did he say off mic, and was his opinion mirrored by our many other teams? Did you cut him short? My finger slipped onto a stop button." <laughs> 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 Your employee evaluation is not going well. So but basically, say, I literally missed one word because he paused and then he said one other word. So it didn't mean. Well, that to you, as only you and Dirk stood there. Um, uh, yeah, he just, he just <laughs> said what he was saying that we should be starting at a flyaway. And Jordan, I was funny, proving that no, not teams and riders, but proving that no fans ever happy. How many people did you say we shouldn't be starting in Britain? Loads, of everyone. Ninety percent of the people on social yeah, media, right? Easily ninety well, percent. What about five years ago when everyone was complaining that it was starting abroad? Yeah. But, but, so what do people want? No, you never... Should we just never start the series? Yeah, but that's... It... Coronavirus? No, no, no one's ever happy. I don't, I don't know whether it's a motocross thing. I don't think it's just a motocross thing because I, I go on various forums. And if you're a Tottenham Hotspur fan like I am, then no one's ever happy if you're a Tottenham fan. So I think it's just people. We're... we're, we're, we're yeah, it's, it's not good. Right, next question. Can you just get off your phone for two seconds? Uh, Darren Wheeler said, it was good to see Conrad up at a sharp end again. Do you think he'll be able to regularly run the pace all year and challenge for GP wins? I think, um, I think it, was, it was positive what we've seen the weekend. Time will tell. Yeah, and I think Valkensvard is going to be a very, very good indicator. Yeah, and if you look at it, Valkensvard should be good for him and Argentina should be good for him. I would say the first, hmm, track would be Trentino. Yeah. But like that'll be the one where it's like, oh, so is he going to have it or is this, yeah. is he not going to have it? Yeah, agree. Oh. Agree. 
Look at yeah. that. No, that's, that's, that's a pretty sound assessment. Uh, Callum Crossland said, do you think the results from Matterley are representative of this coming season or were some riders feeling the first round hype? Yeah, I think... I, think, um, I don't know. Was any, I don't think there was any like real anomalies. Well, is Harrop an anomaly? No. He, no. He was fastest in qualifying. But what's Harrop shown us before, apart from he's this weekend? He's always been fast enough. I'll kiss my ass. He's, now, so, got, he's now got the solidness to go with that. Oh, you're Honestly, you're, you're so in love with Harrop that your judgment is completely no. clouded. It's the same as Ben Watson. You get, these, you get these riders who get on your little bus and they skip the queue, they get on, get on your little school bus and then it all goes to shit. No, I remember the Harrop talks. I remember the Ben Watson talks. Mm-hmm. And I remember you literally throwing Ben Watson off the bus. When did I throw? Had... No. Yes. No. Sean will back me up. You threw Ben off the bus. I have never done that. Yes, you have. Well, why just you wait until my answer for the upcoming question? No. Next question. That is bullshit. I'm not It's not that. bullshit. That is some bullshit. And if Sean Ogden is listening to this or Wes Ogden, they will back me up. That is Please lies. put that in comments. It's not. That is such a lie. You literally threw Ben Watson off the bus. When did for I do that? A whole year. <laughs> when? Whole year. What? Like Tushin told when he broke his hand, but I kept banging no. on about how just before that he set the fastest oh, no, no. time in a session. No, no, no. This was a couple of years ago. Oh, a couple of years ago. Brilliant. Yeah. So we're yeah. just living in 2015, are we? No. All I'm saying is that when you support somebody and when you believe in somebody, you carry on believing in them. You don't just stop so the we're bus, talking about throw them we're off. We're talking about five years ago. No, no. We are. No, we're not. No, we're not. Sean will back me up on this one. <laughs> this isn't, so you're talking about pre-MX Vice. Brilliant. That's okay. We're, we're going to get this. This is such bullshit. Yeah, next question. Um, I see things, and when I see things, I believe. I believe. I believe in these riders. Sue sure. me. Sure. I believe that well, Sterry can do and, more and, than and two I, points. And I would like you to believe... You pessimistic person in the corner. I would like to believe you. However, I've seen what you've done to Ben. What are you saying? I genuinely have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. You're talking about a couple of years ago, and I don't even know what happened then. Well, ben, basically, the Ben... The ben Moving was, on! It was the same as Adam Sinsarulo as well. Right, okay. You threw, <laughs> you threw Adam off so the bus as well. So now we're just choosing random riders no, from around the world. two riders that you literally were in love with, and then they have a bad year, and that's it. <laughs> but when was this? When was off this? Off you go. You went from one point where you couldn't even speak to Adam Sinsarulo for, <laughs> for an interview. I was 16 or something. You were not 16 when I you went to 17. America. I was 17. You were not 17 when you went to America. I was... No, I was. You was not. I was 17. You was not 17. I was 17. I just did the maths. You was not 17 when you the went to The first year I went to America for one race, I was 17. For what, you went with James Dunford? For one race. And you were 17 years old? I was old. 17. Yeah, we'll check that one as well with the other facts. Colin Kennedy... Yep. Um, ...said, why do Honda produce their MX Vice bikes? MX Vice. <laughs> <laughs> I just see the word MX... Why do Honda produce their MX bikes with twin exhaust, but their MXGP bikes were running a single pipe at Matley Basin? Because there's no um, homologation rule in MXGP, and they can run stuff years Isn't ahead. No, what, what rule is that? Homologate. Wait, well, I can't remember what I said now. Homologate, homologation. What did I say? <laughs> I said it right. I just can't remember what I said. It's the rule they have in America where you've got to produce, like, you can't do work spikes and stuff, and you can't change the frame and stuff. It's open, it's open season in GPs. So Honda are riding what you will be buying in one or two years. Okay, so they're going back to single pipe, basically. Seems like it. Unless it's just rider preference. Um, well, I'd rather have one George pipe than two. George Goodall said, what happened to Fevra? What, what fact you just <laughs> says I want one pipe, not two? George Goodall Excuse said, me, Mr. what Harvey. happened to Fevra? Um, a week before Matt Ali, he did his knee in 
I don't think he actually crashed, if I remember right. Uh, but there's no real damage, but he was just in a shit ton of pain. And I don't know if he's riding this weekend, but I would doubt it. Uh, AD Calshaw said, what Pirelli tire, what Pirelli rear tire was Prada using in Moto1? It looked like a sand pattern. I don't know. I can't remember. But I put this in here because there were quite a few riders running scoop tires. So okay. it wasn't like an anomaly. So you just chucked the question that you don't know. No, because I'm just saying it wasn't an anomaly. Like he says it looks like a sand pattern. And I'm saying, yeah, there were riders running scoop tires. On the Sunday? Yeah. At Masters MX 2013 said, do you think having timed quality only added something to the Sunday program? Has Vial got a true contender as a teammate? Who underperformed the most? Will we see Fevra back this week? I didn't realize that was four questions. I thought it was just one long one. Uh, first part, I do think that although Saturday sucked and it felt a bit like quiet and like not much happened, by the time Sunday came around, I do think it added something having not seen those riders race already. So, part one. Right. Part two, VL has got a true contender as a teammate. Hoffer wins a GP this year. Yep. And next year we'll be going for the title. Agree. Uh, who underperformed the most? Lots of riders. Notably who? I can't remember. Who did we say before? Uh, let's have a little... Let me just run my finger well, on the page. Adam Sterry's one because he only picked up two no, points. No, you've got it wrong. Um, you're just desperate to drive Adam Sterry under a bus, hasn't he? What's he done to you? I'm not... This, literally, this is not me. I'm actually being... Re- not realistic, but I'm actually being like productive here. I don't know. I can't remember who I decided underperformed. Uh, and the third, fourth one was, will we see Fevra back this week? I highly doubt it. Do you think he stays out? Well, if he was in so much pain where he couldn't ride about Matley, I can't imagine doing a sand race is going to be much better where you're standing the whole time. Okay. But then again, you're pretty much standing the whole time around Matley with those ruts. But uh, Phil Malins or Malins. Yep. Depending <laughs> on your preference. Um, Malins. So do you think having the British GP and the Dutch GP back-to-back stopped a lot of Europeans coming to the UK, which would have put the numbers up even more? And do you think that the British GP is here to stay after a great weekend despite the horrendous weather conditions? I hope so. I, I, I've not spoken to Steve or, or Brad um, on, on you know, how, how it performed, but there was obviously they put out on social media that uh, the pre-sales were really, really good. So hopefully they did get numbers. Hopefully it was enough to um, warrant doing a GP again next year. And uh, them and you stream agreeing going forward, which would be really, really good. Um, I think it did harm. I think uh, I've seen a lot of people who are actually uh, didn't go to the GP uh, in Matterley, but are actually going away for the weekend to Valkensvard. So I think people do see Valkensvard as a little bit of a, you know, lads going away and, and that type of thing. Well, he, wasn't, he didn't mean it as in that. He meant as in if Falkenstein wasn't this weekend, would more Dutch people, Belgian people come across to Matley? Yeah. And I think they would. Yeah, definitely. 100%. Yeah, 100%. If it was, if it was Argentina, like second round in, in something else, Mexico yeah. or wherever it was before. I do feel like there were, I didn't expect more of an international flavour yeah. in the crowd area. I don't know if a British GP is coming back. I hope it is. I don't know. We were close this year. Yeah. And we were close this year and I feel like it only got the first round because there was a hole to plug. Yeah. So if that, with Australia having issues and the Middle East plans falling apart, so if there isn't a hole to plug next year, yeah, I don't know. Um, Let's hope, fingers crossed, it'll be back. Arnold... No one else is going to be taking that on. Arnold Spruich, 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 one of those, said, will Corona 
Will Corona affect MXGP? Guessing it's a what, virus. What, as in a drink? Guessing <laughs> virus is meant to be in there. Will the coronavirus affect MXGP and has it been addressed by the organiser already? Yeah, mm. keep calm and carry on. Yep. Yeah, nothing, nothing to see here. The advice from the doctor is to not overreact. Nothing to see here. Um, which is true, I think. Yep. Much like... Hmm. Greeno56 said, how do we think Max Anstey will get on riding in the States? Can we ever see him on the podium? 100% yes. He will be on, of course he'll be on the podium at some point in the Nationals. He'll be on the podium multiple times in the Nationals. Might even be on the podium overall in the points. How excited would you be if he beats Tomac? Why would I, that excite me? Just saying. I'm unbiased. Of course you are. But how excited would you be? I don't know why that specifically would excite me. Well, I'd be excited. I think it's really cool. Okay. Um, Tom Grimshaw, 16. Yes. Said, do you prefer the first round being in Europe or as a flyaway? Uh, well, Europe's easier and cheaper. Are we looking at this from a media perspective? Or I prefer a flyaway. Of course you are, because you get all your expenses paid and you just swan off. It was 42 degrees in Argentina at the weekend. I looked. Well, I've been too hot when it's right. Mm. No, I think it, I feel like it's better starting abroad, especially at this time. I think it adds quite a lot of buzz when the series finally comes back to Europe. And I feel like it's quite a big like a good place to start because with it, if it's Argentina or somewhere, there's quite a lot of buzz and everyone's far away. And like, I don't know. I feel like it, I do feel like it's a good place to start. Like I didn't get half of the stuff done this past weekend that I wanted to because of the weather and everyone was hid away and everything. Whereas Argentina last year, everyone, it was like open season. Everyone was just out in the open all the time, having a whale of the time. So I prefer flyaways to start, but hey, what do I know? I was uh, just looking at actually Tom's um, results for the weekend. He got 37th overall in MX2. Do you want to congratulate him for that? No. Nope. Okay. No, because I, I don't, I don't want to, you know, show bias or anything, do I? Christ. Well, it's not that either. You're just completely off. Uh, Pedro Alric said, do you think Mitch Evans is going to be with JH, TG, and TC all year, or is he going to be a step behind? Uh, here we go. <laughs> Settle in. James is about to go off on one. Remember last year, everyone, when every time JWR was mentioned, James would just go on a right old little speech because he just loved him so much. Mitch is the new JWR. Um, I'll let you answer this. <laughs> because you just can't. Um, I think being with those three all year is a tall order, but he will be there all year just with the occasional rounds where he won't. Like, but it's not like he'll do it for the first half and then the second half he'll suck. But they're just be. They, I'm sure there will be some lows. Like I don't think he's going to be there consistently going for the title yet. But I feel I think he'll be there more often than not. Yeah, he's had a great preseason. Um, you know, it, it's it's looking really good. But I'll say it and say it again: the top ten is is phenomenal in MXGP. It's it's just stacked with talent. So I think as long as you know. This is not going to sound condescending or anything, but if, as long as you can finish in the top 10, then I think you're doing well. Um, FYI, to all riders, uh, if you find James on Sunday evening, he will hand out his participation medals to you. Just bring a form of ID. <laughs> you're such a... Honestly, honestly, what the hell happened on the way up here? I mean, you did tell me the story that you drove a woman off the road. No, she drove me off the road. Oh, okay. She literally blocked past me onto the pavement. And, and so, so have I got to blame? Have I got to blame or thank this woman for how you turned up in such a state? So, one woman with it gave you immense road rage, which you've then taken onto a podcast show. I chased her down. 
You chased a woman down. <laughs> I didn't realize it was a woman until I pulled alongside her, but. She literally ran me off. The, like, literally, I had to go on the pavement. I, to I want to run me off the road. It was a classic block pass. Basically, what went on afterwards with the road rage was Tomac Barsha esque. <laughs> like, I undid my window and I looked at her and I went, Guess what? Someone's just as psycho as you. And I just rammed into the side of her. <laughs> <laughs> any, any more questions? Yeah. Uh, okay. Kevin MP1219 said, no questions here, but keep up the great work. Wish we could keep. Wish we could get Lewis in the US more often. Oh, funny oh. that slipped in there. Oh, how would that have turned up? We honestly, we can make this happen. And and the longer this podcast show goes on, that the more likely it's going to happen. Sweet. Yeah. Richard MX Brown, who actually put in a question on Facebook and then separately on Twitter. Ooh, like that, Richard. Like that. Double team. Oh yeah. no, it's Instagram. His other one. Okay. Um, has the first has the season started too early or in the wrong continent with low sun and bad weather? It's not too early. It's the same time as every other year. And I think honestly, I think we've got to start at this time because back when it was starting April the first, that's a long ass time. I, I can't know. be doing What do you do with your life, mate? In between, can, like, can you imagine March of just being dead? Can you imagine six months off? Like Jesus Christ! What would you I would do? Actually, I what would, would you do? Well, I'd be there with my picket fence, wouldn't I? Picket fence. Picket side. All that. Picket fence goes out of the track. Yes. But yeah, bring that as well. Yeah, I'll bring it up and Yeah, just bring it all. Throw the kitchen sink at it. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I don't think it started too early. It's fine. Has it started in the wrong continent? I think it will go back to flyaways next year. Yeah. We just had a problem that needed solving this year. And it, yeah. Noah Staino. Thoughts on the new Gas Gas bikes and Glenn holding off, Glenn holding off for the title. Gas Gas bikes are a pinky red. They're not. Uh, actually, about 20 people now have just messaged yeah, pinky in. Pinky red. Said, no, they aren't. there's nothing pink about them. They're pink. No, we, they're not pink, but they're pinky you need to red. Get your eyes tested because no one's saying that they're pink. I'm going to bring in a pot of pink paint and a pot of red paint next week, and I'm going to mix them together, and it will become the Gas Gas bikes. It's, it's not. It's not. Okay. So you're telling me that those bikes are just as red as the Hondas? I'm not saying that they're... I'm not comparing them for Honda. I'm saying that they're not pink. They haven't even got a pink tinge. They're red. Okay. Red. Going cold enough for the title? Do you want me to take that? Well, <laughs> seeing how you threw the big dosser under the, under the uh, bus last week, and he wasn't even in your top 10 for Valkensvard, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, you take it. No, he's, he's not going to title. But he can collect a participation medal off of James Sunday evening at Balkan Spa. <laughs> Such a dick. Honestly. Well done. Uh, at MMX423, should Herlins be worried with the speed that Tim showed in a second moto? Maybe uh, a little. I'm, I'm not worried, but I'm sure it's a little bit of a like... Right, okay. Because they've... Like I said last week, they've never raced together on 450s when they're both healthy. So neither of them really knew what it was like. And to be fair, they haven't actually raced together still because they avoided each other all day. Argentina, I'm telling you, that's going to be the showdown. What? Books my flights today, so that's good. You coming? Uh, no. Oh. No, I don't want to do... Who wants to go and travel 67 hours to be there for 63? Well, I actually am staying for an extra day now. Uh, oh, are you? <laughs> yeah. Is that, has that been authorised? Yeah, I actually did. I rung you yesterday. Uh, no, no, no. Um... Sean, Sean and Wes are fine. At CMH, uh, CMHMX holidays, why did more British riders 
why did more British riders not race the British GP like Nichols, Searle, Clark, Ebb, etc.? Uh, don't know about Ebb so or Clark. Searle's Clark's too old for MX2. Yeah. Uh, Nichols said that he wanted an entry, but the entries were full. Then Tommy dropped out, so I'm not sure why Nichols didn't get that entry. No. Uh, maybe it's a thing where he was only going to do it if Tommy did it. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know. Um, we had, did we have Simpson Millward? Uh, Sterry? Sterry, yeah. Simpson Millward Sterry. Uh, I can't remember. That's it. I think that was all the, the British entries in MXGP. Uh, coronavirus update. Right. Ooh. Who's this from? In Front Sports? No. no. Oh, I should put, yeah. No, not, not an official coronavirus update. Um, um, all motorsports in Italy are cancelled until April the 3rd. Luckily for me, Trentino is on April the 4th. <laughs> Close one, wasn't it? Wow. Uh, but at the moment, the kids are all home, for, uh, aren't allowed in Italian schools until March the 15th. Wow. Back to you in the studio. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, lost questions now, haven't I? Tauri Parrick said, who do you think is going to finish in the MX2 top three and the MXGP top three? At the end of the year? I guess so. Okay. Um, I still say Hurlins for the win. Uh, I'm going to say Koldenhoff second and Geyser third now. What? So Geyser goes out and dominates the second race. Complete, the best he's ever ridden, hands down. And because of that, you're going to drop him down in favour of a rider who finished eighth overall. What, what did he do in race one? Crashed. On mm-hmm. the start. Now, this is going to confuse people because everyone seems to think that I'm a geyser hater. However, him crashing on the start isn't a geyser thing. That wasn't his fault. Just a little racing incident. Like, not, it wasn't a big crash. I don't see what your problem is. Okay, and Crowley has now got a knee injury. Yes. So, so Koldenoff now gets put second in the series because Geyser tipped over in turn three. Just so I'm following. Not you. just because of that. I just, I just feel that Koldenoff is going to come through. Okay. You're one of those people. No, just slow start and he's going to come through. So what's going to happen to Tim? Who, had, who did you have third, Tim? Yeah, I was going with... I think I was going... Yeah, Tim. So he's not actually going to get injured because he still gets a bronze medal. No, he's going to get fourth now. Yeah. See, it's like I don't no, no, want to, I don't no, want to make you look stupid. I'm no. not trying to do that. I'm sorry, sorry, no, Tim's third, Caroli's fourth. You said me in my top three. That's my top three. And I think um I think MX2 is gonna be I gotta be on Viao's looking good. Um I'm gonna go Viao, Gertz, and Olsen. Perlin's guys are Caroli, Viao, Olsen. I don't know. Brilliant. Pick a name out. <laughs> Great. Well done. Yeah. Really helpful. Um, Stevie B, 1998, said, Conrad Muse was a standout Brit. When do you think we'll next have a Brit on a box? I still, there's a part, I know you say that it's, like, it's going to take time for Ben to like, get his race fitness back. And he even said that to me after the race. But I don't know why I feel like he's going to do something good this weekend. I don't cool. know why. Great. It'd be brilliant if he does. I've just got a feeling. And Three I know that, you didn't have a feeling. I know that my head is, te- my head is telling me... That yellow bus was going wrong. along. Ben knocked on the window. I don't know what you said. And you happened. just drove on. Um, you were still sat at McDonald's. What, you think... Waving you think, at you, you think, as you drove past in the bus. What are you saying? You think Conrad's going to finish on a podium before Ben does? 
because you're seeing as you picked him for this weekend. Well, yeah. Yeah. Do you actually think Conrad does it this weekend? I think he does, yeah. I think it's he's been training hard, he's looking good, and um, he's always done well at Falcons Bar. Okay. Uh, Ryan MX37 said, do you think KTM will ever make the gas gas different to a KTM or just have it as different shapes of plastic? No, it's going to be it's going to be different. Yeah, they said that um, they're gathering information this year with an eye to the production models for 2021. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, what's your thoughts on uh, again? Kind of read comments and, and bits and pieces. A lot of people are are quite super negative about um, KTM as an Austrian company owning like now three brands. However, like if I look at this from a business point of view, they're offering three. Where, where before it was just KTM and then there was four um, Japanese bikes. Now KTM are offering three different, you know, Austrian European bikes. I, I, I don't see, I think from a business point of view, they're taking up more market share with peop, more people buying Husqvarna's as well as KTM's now. But before, if they didn't buy Husqvarna or, or bring Husqvarna back, then people were just buying KTM's and may have lost you know, um, the, the, some, some market share with not having who's far enough. I, I, think it's, I think it's a genius move. Yeah. I do think it's really good. And not only do I think it's good as a business move because it's less people buying Japanese um, uh, machinery, which, you know, now, now you're, you're looking at for Japan to step up and in, 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 in do more marketing and do more, you know, work towards their production bikes. You know, KTM are, are, are literally taking that to them. It, that's a, that's a, that's a big plus for, for everybody. But also, we've now got another two factory. Uh, we've got another factory team. So, so next year, K- KTM basically, as a company, will have three factory teams. Yeah. What, what's not... I don't understand what the negative... They're making why, jobs, so... Yeah. Well, what's, we need jobs. What's the negative? I don't see any negatives about this. I think it's, you know, win-win. Fair play. At Lil 101 said, do you think Rockstar Husky regrets signing AJ? Not really done what's expected and not consistent. Well, they got a bloody good deal. Yeah, I don't, I think it's he's... It's not like he's being paid hundreds of thousands. No, I think um, from, from, you know, what we kind of know, I think is very good value. And what was expected of him? Did anyone expect him to... No, I think Anti said when he signed both Jonas and Jazakonis that they were riders for the future. Yeah, but do you, like, I don't really think anyone, I don't think anyone really expected him to... Been no. winning races consistently or on the podium consistently. I think he had an average finish last year across the whole season. He had an average finish of ninth. I think that's right where you'd say Jazakonis should be. I, th- I think the the problem with um, for Arminis is is when he shows those flashes of brilliance and he's not able to repeat them consistently. And I think that's why people's expectations increase and then they decrease. Mm. Sorry, I was just texting Adam saying that I've got his back. <laughs> <laughs> just I don't know why I bother <laughs> this I don't even know if I want to go this weekend anymore <laughs> I really don't, I don't think I can do a whole weekend with you oh funny final question this is like three also, hours I'm, I'm going to be doing five days also I do feel like Husky AJ is just keeping the seat warm for Olsen who will be going up to MXGP and moving into that Ice One greenhouse is that happening next year I think so but I don't I, I think so uh Kelton Guiver, final question. After Conrad's performance, well, a lot of Conrad questions. After Conrad's performance this weekend, how do you think he'll do this weekend the rest of the GPs? Okay, let's, let's switch it up a bit. How many podiums do you think he gets this year? Overall podiums. 
I think nineteen it's, rounds to go. But it's it's kind of what I was trying to allude to with with what rider wins and then gains momentum from that win and then goes on to dominate. And I think that's I think what Comrade needs is that little bit of belief that when he gets that first podium, I think that is a switch what's going to change that mentality. Because I think that's all, all, all what Conrad lacks is the mentality. Because you talk to anybody who, who watches Conrad from mechanics to people behind the scenes, and on a practice track, he is phenomenal. So there's no doubt in his speed. There's no doubt in his, his fitness, nothing. It's literally, uh, it must come down to something mentally, which is that, that you know, what riders have from, from you know, that, that mental switch, what separates um, great riders. And I think... Um, I literally think if if Conrad can get that first podium, I think it will really drive him forward to get more podiums. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Okay. So what the hell are you doing on your phone? Hmm? I'm trying, I've lost my tab with the results. C- c- if we do the podcast show next week, can we agree that he doesn't bring his phone in? I'm actually on my laptop. It is ridiculous, okay. honestly. I'm trying. I'm trying to run the show here. I'm. You're not running a show. You're not running a show. Looking up stats. I, I'm. Go- I'll go on my phone. You crack. Crack on. You that did the rest of the show. That was the end of the. Uh, Just going on. That there. was the end of the Liat. Ask Vice anything segment. Anyway, Twitter. Anything on Twitter. Liat, protecting riders from head to toe. Check out liat.com for more. Uh, interesting. Uh, Phil Malins. Uh, tweeted me earlier and said, if Lewis didn't spend so much time talking to us, he'd probably get more podcasts. So, um, Man of the people, me. Yeah. People person. Great. Spreading positivity throughout the land. There's nothing positive about you, mate. Honestly. You're the most negative person I know. So do you want to go back to the coronavirus now or later? Uh, why are we talking about it again? I don't know. You seem to enjoy my insight. Uh, no, uh, the only thing I would say add about the coronavirus is that, yes, it's, it's an issue. However, um, I don't think it will be in the end. I don't think it will be um, in front or FIM dictating this. I think it will be the governments. And if the governments basically say, turn around and say, no events over X amount of thousand people, then there's no GPs. Just a heads up. If I land in Trentino and go to customs and they go, sorry, not allowed in. Yep. Coronavirus, shit will go down. Really? If the event is on and they're not going to let me in the country, shit will go down. Why would they? Why would hang on? Why I would, would they roundhouse s- kick this person in the face and then be like, "Coronavirus ain't that much of an issue now, is it?" <laughs> <laughs> what the hell have you been taking? It's just facts. <laughs> <laughs> a, a fact. So a fact is that you're going to sweep into Trentino. Mm-hmm. You're going to walk up to the customs official, mm-hmm. and he's going to say, "I'm sorry. sorry, but you can't come in." Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Whilst you're going to have... Roundhouse kick. <laughs> given that... When was the last time you've done anything athletic? What do you mean? What C- counts can you, as athletic? Do you even know what a roundhouse kick is? Let alone, are you able to actually do a roundhouse kick? I'll surprise you. I've seen you fall upstairs. That's a, that's a genuine problem that the human race face. How, how the hell are you going to get one of your legs off the floor I can to roundhouse kick? You can roundhouse kick. Mm-hmm. Please demonstrate. <laughs> we have cameras here. People would love to see you do a roundhouse kick. I can roundhouse kick. When? You when can... it's needed. My my sensei um, <laughs> told me um, told me to not unleash for beasts. <laughs> <and> to... 
<laughs> until you, it's 100% needed. Are you sure this was a sensor or was this the porn producer uh, who was telling you to keep your no, beast sensei. in your pants? My sensor. Right, okay. That's what he told me. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what you've taken a day or anything. In, I just feel for that old woman who was in the car. She wasn't old. She knew what she was doing. It, you know that's... You're, you're a guy... In your Ford Fiesta. She literally, I, I literally mounted the payment. If I, had, if I was on my phone at that roundabout and hadn't seen her, she would have just literally crumpled the side of me. Hang on, why would you be on your phone in a car at a roundabout? I wouldn't have been. <laughs> you just said. No, if, so, I, hadn't so been, if I hadn't been paying attention. It was lucky that you wasn't on your phone at a roundabout. If I hadn't been paying attention. If I hadn't been paying attention, she would have just crumpled into the side of me. I wouldn't have made it here today. So I, I just. I, I, it was only because I had my hands on the steering wheel and I knew exactly what was going on, but I managed to turn flat out whilst doing the old horn, mount the pavement, yep. and then wait for her to fuck off. Right, I, I just, I just want to play this one back in your head a minute. And mm-hmm. given that your mum is probably watching this, okay, your mum, okay, care. yeah, and this is so you're, you've actually admitted to to me, Rob, and other people who are watching this because this is live that you've you you use threatening behaviour to a woman no, in a car. No, hang on, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I can rewind it, but. <laughs> You were banging on the window. I didn't say that. And you were telling her to I didn't say that. That she was no, incorrect. When I said when I said that I banged on the window and under the window and said, guess what? I'm just as psycho as you. I was reciting a line from the Tomac and Barsha video. So what because so, Tomac looked at Barsha so, and said, Guess what? Okay. Someone is just as psycho so, as you. So you're at the roundabout. She's come up beside you, and you've then had to go onto a pavement. Mounted to pavement, like the in-between and scene, mounted to pavement. Yeah. Thought, what the you fuck do look is a bit going on like, You are a bit of a will, aren't you, from in-between this? Uh, Max Anstey says the same. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's will. <laughs> are you going to take your briefcase um, this weekend? And then, yeah. Right, so... so mounted to, to pavement, I did. And, and what did you do? Lucky. And what did you do to the not old woman in the car? Lucky, I only killed four pedestrians. Wow. I was concerned we were going to hit double figures. Did you get out and roundhouse kick those guys or, or not? <laughs> I was playing, I actually ended up just, I was like, well, seeing as I've driven onto the pavement, I guess this is real right, life it, GTA. So I just ran around. So it, is it as entertaining as this is, which it isn't. Okay. Um, well, you started it. Well, I, I don't think it's very good that you're anyway, moving on, on. on air talking about how you shouted at a woman. I never said I shouted at I said that when, okay, disclaimer, when I said I shouted, guess what? Someone is just as psycho as you. I was being funny because I was reciting the line that Tomac screamed at Barsha. Right. Okay. I was. I didn't actually say that. I didn't realize you'd take that seriously because I actually showed you the video. So I thought you'd pick up on that quote. Uh, the video of you harassing the woman. Okay. Moving on. Okay. Did we do the li- outro? We yeah, did, we did. Didn't we? Yeah, okay. we did. Moving on. Um, MX manager. Yeah, but uh, we're up to three hours. So no, we've got fifteen minutes to go. Have we? Six till nine. Okay. Right. Fifteen minutes. MX managers do this. Um, I feel like you were expecting there to be an intro then, weren't you? Uh, no. Uh, oh, I'll just wait for you off when you get off your phone. Well, you're doing, you're doing the talking at the moment. You, I, I didn't realise it was just me on this I show. I lead the Ask Advice Anything section. You lead... Um, Why can't you just lead... What's her name? If you like... Actually, I might be throwing my phone away. Yeah, and of course you're not. It might be an emergency. Yeah, she might, she might text you again. Anyway, crack on. We've got 14 minutes now. Right. Um, MX Manager. Uh, 
I don't know about anybody else, but my team the weekend was an utter shit show. Uh, it just went very wrong. Bitterly disappointed. However, there is one plus side. I beat Lewis. Yeah, bitterly disappointed. Um, so let's take it back to MX Manager. The other people who will be bitterly disappointed is if we bring up the top 10, uh, I would be pretty gutted if, if I won MX Manager. I'm just going to, I don't want to do a name and shame. I'm not going to do a name and shame. But I'm going to bring up MX Manager now and I'm going to get a leaderboard. And on the leaderboard, We've got one, two, three, I don't even know. So basically, 31st position, is this correct? 31st position, MX Manager, won first prize. Guess so. So, yeah. 12 pounds. Yeah. 12 pounds and 30, 30 different people could have took a signed MXGP shirt and lots of other goodies from Twinair and, and everything else. Just, why? Amazing. Why? Everybody's got an opportunity here. You've got to be in it to win it. Amazing. £12. That's like four lattes over a year. 14 euros? Four lattes, 14 euros. $14? Um, uh, what's it like? One-time payment? Uh, One-time payment at £12. And, and not only does it help support Lewis's cocaine habit, it actually um, goes towards his future. Look at him. Look at his El Diablo stash. All which it takes come back. For, for one pound a day. What? No, one pound a month. Oh, sorry. <laughs> one pound a month. Oh, yeah, one pound a day would be a bit excessive, wouldn't it? That would be very excessive. Yeah, that'd be 30 pounds a month. <laughs> but 12 pounds, and it goes to good causes, which is MX Vice. It keeps us going. Um, it's hard out there. It's cold and it's lonely. So your £12 goes a long way. So get involved. Um, the top 30 here, you could have gone away with some fantastic prizes. And quite frankly, if this was the end of the season, team 54123117, you can actually change that team name by going into your team, changing your team name, pressing a little green, uh, green button at the end, and you can have something a bit more snazzy. Uh, but uh, team 541 from Norway, if this was the end of the season, in 31st place, would be going away with £1,200 worth of MXON VIP tickets. Cool, blimey. Where's that guy from? Norway. Well, I hope he would have been willing to fly to France. Exactly. And if he wasn't, the guy from the UK, who was directly behind him, would take away those two MXON. This is how easy it is. £30,000 worth of, of uh, prizes on, uh, literally up for grabs. And at the moment, you have got a 1 in 20 chance of winning. So. You know, the odds are very, very good. So uh, we appreciate if um, you get involved. We've got prizes for every round, and we've also got some fantastic prizes. All the prizes are going to be posted on MX Vice as soon as Lewis writes the uh, article. Um, and, you know, that's, when he gets off his phone, he's going to write an article all about the prizes. And, uh, yeah. So, anyway, get back to MX Manager. Seriousness. What went wrong? Lots. Do you think the points have worked? Yeah. Do you see what you're talking about variables? Have you seen how many people were on 131 yeah, that's, points? That's a good thing. Have you seen how tight it is? It, it, yeah, tight. It's good. That's what you kind of want. 
you really do James, it? James seems to think that the best way this works is if the person who won is 10 points ahead of the person no, who's second. No, no, no. And then that no, person's no, 10 points ahead of the person. Like, no, that's a good no, game. You're putting, Whereas I say, no, you're everyone putting, being close is good. You're putting words in my mouth. And I, I haven't said that. I've basically said the more variables you have in a game, the more chances you have of, of separating the points. Not by 10 points, but by one point. So the last thing you want is 20 people on the same, same points. That's all. But anyway, uh, I'm not bitter that we took Hard Charger away. And nor is Richard. Richard was very unhappy about Hard Charger being taken away as well. So me and Richard were very unhappy. But now we've got our fight. You're on your phone again. I'm reading the comments to oh see if there's anything worth God. knowing. He's not even on comments, Rob. <laughs> Look, it's not even comments. Wait, I'm going to... Tinder. Oh. Fucking Tinder again. Look. Jesus Christ, you've done the whole of California, you've done the whole of Brighton, now you're swanning around Midsummer Norton trying to get ladies. Come on, hurry up. You're just here for a podcast, mate. I realise now that I should have led. You're not even staying over, you're going back in your fiesta. I realise I should have led this conversation. So, uh, prices are up for round two. Lots of changes there. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I bother. Uh, no, let, just quick, quick scan of the prices. I could go for Vlander in at 150. All right. Have you shared these prices with anybody? Yeah. Where? Are they on the website? Actually, they're not yet. I've just realised. Hon- honestly. They're actually uploading at the minute. What the hell? Oh, okay. Yeah, they'll be up shortly. Oh, God. Slight technical issue here. I, I, I genuinely don't know why we bother. Um, don't want to alarm you. <laughs> What, have you just broke it? No, it's just, the issue is, quite a lot of people are listening to this podcast and the site seems to be down. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> you broke that as well, have you? So, in oh. t- nine minutes, we better sort out. Wow. So, <laughs> or uh, it might just be MX Manager, actually. A lot of people playing that one. Uh, the problem is, is uh, let's have a look. Um, oh, no, it's back for me now. It was just a little momentary. <sighs> I don't know what's wrong with him. Anyway, there's yeah. nothing wrong with it. So, do you want to talk about prices? Yeah, well, for some reason they have Maybe one day you'll get the prices up for the rest of us. I've and also the, prize, the prizes would be quite good as well. It'd be great to know what we could win. Uh, they weren't up last week. Only if week. you're not too busy though, mate. Uh, they weren't up last week because we were finalising things. Like the bike that you finalised on Friday. But I thought you might want to mention for the people on this show, seeing as it wasn't mentioned last week. But okay. if you to each your own. Right, okay. I'll talk about the price. I'll talk about the prizes while you find out the prices. Okay, deal? Deal. Right. Oh, so no. um, it was a bit too soon to announce it last week. Um, but as well as the KTM 125 SX that we're going to be giving away at the end of the year to one lucky random winner. And let me talk about this. These prizes are random winner prizes. This is not if you finish first, second, third, fourth, whatever. These are basically people go into a bowl or whatever. Um, literally randomly selected. We're going to do it live on Facebook. We're going to pull whoever's names out and whether they're in Norway, America, or wherever, um, basically, as long as you've paid your £12, you're in for the random draw. We started off with one KTM 125. That got extended when um, Osset came on board. So Osset have brought out the, the MX-10. Super fun bike. I absolutely love this bike. It's so much fun. Electric. Um, we're getting some delivered down here just for us to test and play around with. Uh, we're actually going to ride them around the warehouse and stuff like that. So 
great fun. If you ever get a chance to, to do it, honestly, big smile on your face and no noise complaints either. Then once we got our sit down, which was great, big shout out to James Robertson for that one. Uh, we then got a confirmation from, from Marcus at Husfarna uh, in, in, in Austria. And they've come up with uh, Husfarna 65cc, brand new bike again. So we've got three bikes now to give away. And not only have they give away the, the bike, they've also, uh, I think it's like £1,500 worth of uh, Husqvarna kit. Um, there's Factory, um, MX uh, GP and MX2 team shirt giveaways, um, plastic sign boards, loads. Like Husqvarna has really stepped in and, and stepped up with uh, just such a fantastic prize. So uh, crazy as it sounds, we've got three prizes. And then obviously we've got our, our show sponsor, Seven, who have come in with that fantastic prize of um, basically a meet and greet with um, James Stewart at the compound. Uh, we're going to fly you um, wherever you're located. We're going to fly you over to America. Um, we're going to put you up in a hotel for three nights and we're going to give you $300 spending money as well. Um, so, you know, four of those prizes are absolutely like unbelievable one you just can't buy like so you you can't just go to a, a vip thing and, and buy a, a day with james Stewart. It's, it's not happening so sevens made that happen um and literally literally we've got around about 250 people at the moment playing mx manager for these prizes now in terms of 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 you know 250 people have got a chance of winning meeting James Stewart and, and walking away with free bikes. It's phenomenal. Plus the other £30,000 worth of prizes. But you have to pay the £12 to become a premium member to qualify for the prizes. It's, it's that simple. One-off, £12 payment, and that's it for the rest of the year. Lewis, prices this week, who do we choose? Well, they're going to be up tomorrow morning. Brilliant. On that note. Yeah. Uh, is that after Tinder or... After you you see her tonight, or Ben Watson three hundred thousand, all over that. I bet I bet you are. That is straight on my team. Oh, I bet he is. Um, Maxime Renault three hundred thousand. Good, I like that. Well, Ben's better at three hundred thousand. I bet especially he is. Especially in the sand. Yeah, oh, um, I bet he is. Conrad three hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, I'll take that as well. Yeah, uh, that's a good punt. Maybe a podium. Uh, no pressure. Kevin Hogmo one hundred and fifty thousand. Did you speak to Kevin the weekend? No. Shocker. MX2 riders are difficult. If you'll notice with my interviews, same in America, yeah. MX2 slash 250 riders, there's always less of them because they've always left by the time. <sighs> Excuse for anything. This Carry is, on. Okay, brilliant. Any other prices? Alvin Usland, 250. Better sand rider than he is anything else? Yep. Oh, okay, just yep. Guadag oh, no, he's out. He's out. He makes 250 now, isn't he? Bass Fassen, 250. If... Don't know if he'll be more race ready this weekend, ready to race. KTM. Did you speak to Baz? No. Okay, yeah, cool. So that's just a punt if anybody's listening. We don't oh, know what he's like, where he is, I may, I or did, anything else. I did else, put so in one little. Um, could be 150,000 bargain. Who knows? Could we come back 20%? It could be 30%, maybe 80. Who knows? Moose Dyke, 350. Okay. 350 based on because of his performance yeah. at Matinee? Okay. In line with Muse, because he was right around Muse. Right. Cool. Uh, Mitchell Harrison, 100,000. Oh, wow. It's cheap. Cheap. One thing I did do this week but is... Um, is it, what's, what's Mitchell Harrison like in sand? Well, I don't know, but for 100,000... You don't know? 
Well, I thought you were a journalist. Oh my God. Shocker. For 100,000, it's worth a punt, don't you think? Yeah, why not? But there again, we don't know what he's like or anything. One so. thing that did become apparent from looking at the round one results is every person who was in the top 20 had KTM as a manufacturer. But KTM killed it at the weekend. Therefore, their price has now gone from 300,000. Phil G has basically 50, said 250,000 for Vassen, really. Well, I don't think people are happy with your prices here. Well, that's what Vassen costs this week. Why? I don't know. What did he do last week? I don't know. Why are you questioning me on this? I literally did the prices as I got here. I'm very, I'm very emotional. So basically, you've done half-ass prices. No. I actually really put a lot of thought into it. I've got a system with the prices this year. If you look at... if you look, I take the results from last weekend and the results from the track last year into account. If you look at the results from the sand races last year, take out the riders who have moved up, Bass could be very good. At 250 would be a bargain. That's below half the price of the best rider. Okay. I just, I'm, I, hey, it's not me. It's Phil. I'm just relaying what Phil's saying. Okay? It's not about me. If Phil's saying you're relaying, is that your little system? <laughs> um, what? What? Is that my little sister? Yeah. No, system. System? <laughs> yeah. No, it's a comment yeah, on Facebook. That's what I mean. If Phil's saying you're relaying. Are you, are you just trying to get two words and in, in, in make no. them rhyme? Anyway, yeah. That's that. I would take a punt on Strybos on MX Manager this week. Simpson. Yep. Simpson, yep. That's, well, how much is Simpson? 250. Ooh, that's not bad. Jazzaconis, 300. Hmm, don't know. Oh, really? Uh, I made Jacoby 200,000. Well, that's a bargain. But then, because I, the chances of him repeating that and in the sand, questionable. Okay. So it's a risk still. Uh, 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 Prado, 300,000. A little bit more expensive, but I think there's still value there. Oh, yeah, definitely. Covington, 100,000. Cheap. Very Worth cheap. a punt? Yeah, probably not. I think so. Eh. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, I, I'd, take, I'd take Covington for 100 grand in the sand. There's more value in MX2 this week than there is MXGP. Okay. I think. So I would, I'm going to be uh, heavily... What I did last week is I had four MXGP riders and one MX2. This week, I'll probably reverse it. I'll do four okay. MX2. And how much MX2. is KTM this, this week? 500,000. Jesus. Okay. Well, so you've put um, 500,000 because of the amount of people that finished and in how points. Good, and how good their results were. Well, not because of how many people had them, but because of how good their results yeah. were. Because I kind of took your advice on going with um, the riders and forget the manufacturers and that. Well, to be fair... And basically, I shit out. I thought that would work, but I had... I don't know why I listened to you. I had Muse, Van Horbeek, Prado, Jonas, Vlanderen. And Prado was the only one who strung two motors together, so... Yeah. Mine, mine's just best not talking about it. But interesting, I got 69 points. All right. I had 65. Right. I think we're good. Are you happy? Yep. I'm happy. Right, we're off to Valkensvard. Um, I'm not sure if we're both going to arrive alive or in the same car. Um, hopefully, we will um, talk about our differences. Uh, in the car and we will still be talking when we get there I appreciate you guys listening um, or we appreciate you guys listening and hope you enjoyed it and uh, we'll be back same time next week you are listening to the MX Vice Show Even Strokes is the newest e-commerce store in motocross 
built by motocross enthusiasts, Evenstrokes understands your need and offers all of the products you need for a weekend at the track. Shop now for Yoko, Alpine Stars, Fast House, and more at Evenstrokes.com. Hinson is the world-leading manufacturer of clutch baskets, clutch covers, clutch discs, and springs for both dirt bikes and quads. Hinson products are used by many leading riders like HRC Honda, Monster Energy Kawasaki, KTM Factory Racing, and Monster Energy Yamaha Factory Racing. Shop for Hinson products at technical-touch.com. Talon wheels have been iconic in the industry for over 30 years. Designed, built, and manufactured in the UK. Talon wheels, sprockets, and footrests, and clutch baskets are used by professional riders like Jason Anderson, Zach Osborne, and Sean Simpson. Head over to www.talon-eng.co.uk for more info. Liat, protecting riders from head to toe. Check out liat.com for more. Technical Touch have been supplying KYB OEM spare parts and factory kit suspension in Europe for decades. Many of the riders you see on track in the FIM Motocross World Championship are using KYB suspension from Technical Touch. Whether you are looking for factory kit suspension or KYB spare parts and oils, they have you covered. Shop now at www.technical-touch.com. Yoko have returned to Top Flight Motocross with a bang. The Yoko Vili collection is made with racing in mind and designed to be the lightest and most flexible motocross gear on the market. Go to yokoeurope.com to locate your nearest dealer or shop online. The MX Vice Show.